0: Hello, hello, everyone. It's the Sacred Icon Podcast, and we're back in the Mushroom Kingdom alongside Nestor with the second part of our breakdown of the Super Mario Bros. movie starring Chris Pratt, Charlie Day, Anya Taylor-Joy, Jack Black, Keegan-Michael Key, Seth Rogen, Fred Armisen, and many more. As of this recording, it's nearing 800 million coins at the worldwide box office. It currently sits at Numero Uno for highest grossing movie of 2023. It holds the biggest worldwide opening weekend for an animated picture and is already the highest grossing movie based on a video game. And it still has yet to release in Japan. Gives you something to think about, doesn't it? Gives you something to think about. Nestor's seen it now four times. Brian's seen it twice and myself just the once. But uh, before before we go into the breakdown, I wanted to ask you guys a not quick question. Uh, I knew he was going to say some shit like that. <laughs> uh, so Guardians comes out in two weeks, uh, but then on the twenty eighth, correct me if I'm wrong, Nestor, um, it finally comes. the Mario Brothers movie comes out in Japan. Yeah. So do you think that Guardians, at least in the U.S., do you think that Guardians is going to be the movie to kind of knock it off the throne, or you think it's not going to happen? What do you guys think?
1: I think it might be because, uh, at least in the states, it dropped like forty-four percent on the second week, didn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I think it did. Yeah, it did drop. I mean, I it. think I mean, it's still doing good, but yeah. <laughs> Guardians will push Mario back easy with with ease, only because Mario will have been seen by everybody, not because Mario's easy to defeat or anything. It's just like right. Guardians is a popular movie, and it'll have been a month or whatever. Well, they Gosh. say like
0: the the estimations for that are like. Down for its opening weekend, and of course estimations were down for yeah. Mario Brothers, and look what happened with that. But I don't know. Marvel needs a W, but I, at the same time, I don't know. Yeah, I, got a, I, got
2: a, I got a scenario for you, and then I want to pass, and I'll ask I'll ask uh, Nestor the same thing. Let's hear it, Shaggy. If 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 you got cursed so that from now on every time you went to the movie theater, you bought a movie ticket, you walk into the movie theater, you watch the previews, but every time for the rest of your life the same movie plays, doesn't matter what theater you're in, you could go to see. Him. Mario, you go to see Guardians. You go in there and the same movie plays. Which movie would you choose to play, and which movie would you choose, would you absolutely last movie you'd hate to play every time?
0: Uh, movie I'd absolutely hate to play is Infinity Pool, worst movie I've ever seen in a theater. Um, but the movie yeah. I choose to play every time is Jurassic Park.
2: That's good. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I would have said Lord of the Rings, but I'm like, that's too long. If like I, every time I go, it's like three and a half hours. Well, I don't
0: remember if I ever saw Jurassic Park in the theaters. I mean, I was five when that movie came out, but uh, I feel you like you didn't that see would the
2: be... reissue in 2013. I did. Mm-hmm. I went to see it. It was really cool.
0: Oh. Okay, look at the big should, dick on Brian. You should have there. been there, Josh. I yep. am. like a,
2: like a 2 fan, not like a real <laughs> fan. And, uh, I, Josh I should, is a much uh, bigger fan of Jurassic Park than me. What about you, Nestor? Which what's a movie that you would hate? To play every time you went to the theater, and what's one you'd love? Oh, one you'd choose? Lord, from. okay. Worst movie I ever saw in theaters
1: was *Girl on a Train*.
2: Okay, I don't know that. I've one. Never seen it, but I yeah, oh, I know what you're talking about. It's ass.
1: Time to visit the Google archives. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, something I'd want to watch like on repeat. I mean, I don't know, man. No, this is this is my highest Radio watched movie? movie so far, and I'm down to watch it a couple more times. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah. Yeah, so you go to see like the King Dynasty years from now, and you walk in, and it plays all the Marvel previews and everything. You've got the King Dynasty popcorn bucket, and then just Mario Bros plays again. You're like, yeah, well, I'm all right with it. Yeah, it's okay. I'm
0: down. <laughs> so curl on the train, start Emily Blunt. What was it? Just not a good movie, or? Uh, yeah,
1: no. I just, I just peaked. Didn't enjoy it, and it's been so. When did it come out?
0: Twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, no, I just remember not liking it. I thought it was, like, really boring.
2: Huh. My I only yeah, memory heard of this movie. with that movie is I was in Florida, and I went to a pawn like a, oh, not a pawn shop, but just, like, basically just a guy's shop set up in his house, and he had this DVD Sounds shelf. Weird. He had this DVD shelf of movies he was selling, and all the movies were DVDs and Blu-rays. And it was, like, a five-shelf, um, it was, like, a five-shelf Shelf, I guess, is that the best way to say it? And all of the movies were like on the first three shelves, and then I just reached my hand up to the top fifth shelf where I couldn't even see. It was high up, and there was one movie up there, and it was a, it was a 4K of Girl on a Train, and it was this, and it said on the bookshelf all movies two dollars, and when I grabbed that 4K, it was the only 4K on the shelf of Girl on a Train. It also had just come out like on 4K like less than two years ago. I thought to myself, I wonder if he put this movie up here cuz he didn't want to sell it. I'm going to go buy it. <laughs> so I bought it for $2 and then and then I checked the code inside the case was even still there and I put it I got the digital code. So I got The Girl on a Train as like a new release for like $2. I never uh, watched now one, officially
0: the the biggest fan of that movie confirmed. Yeah. Dude, yeah, it, cuz it's not
1: often that cuz I'm pretty good at gauging like the type of stuff that I want to consume. That was the only time that I walked out of a theater that I'm like, wow, all my money back.
0: Dude, I, the only movie I ever did that to is Triple X Two, State of the Union, and Infinity Pool was way worse than that. Like, Triple X Two, Oscar. Infinity Pool, dog shit <laughs> beneath my feet. That I walked definitely.
2: out of Year One with Jack Black, oddly enough. So,
0: I liked that one, but I don't love it. But I liked it.
2: All right, Josh, do you have something you want to take us through before we get to Netflix? No, uh, next no I mean down? we
0: last left off with uh, Donkey Kong fighting in the arena against mario mario shifted into that cat form which was pretty cool so i think that's where we left off which is pretty much the fight itself yeah man but yeah you can <clears throat> take us through all right, take us
1: forward, yeah, yeah we kind of uh we were kind of like on a on a rush to finish there so so mm-hmm. rewind it back a little bit okay. sure all right can we just talk about like how like well animated that whole fight sequence was
2: Oh, brilliant. with uh, Donkey Kong and yeah, Mario.
1: I mean, you. Not only did we get the iconic Seth Rogen laugh, uh, freaking just the, the the when once Mario shifted into cat form, like you know he was doing that, he was doing the thing, you know, where they like they, they rear up on their back and they like crawl back mm-hmm. a little bit. Once he de- yeah. once he defeated him, he was like making biscuits on his back.
2: <laughs> yeah, he was like, was, yeah, he was
0: licking his sequence. paws and yeah. I loved it, dude. I thought and and see, I think it was a perfect way to kind of introduce the power ups, like and and not they don't waste any time. They don't explain it or anything, but you get to really see them in use there. And uh, I thought that was great. I think I think that was one huge benefit of the movie. I just I, I feel like it would have dragged down the movie if they somehow had to take like a few minutes to explain how that stuff works and the way they Peach pretty much did it in the beginning. That was perfect. So, yeah, man. I, I eat like this. Every, up. You play a Mario game. Like everything you, know, they do. you know what you're in for.
2: Yeah, I feel like everything they, they did in the movie, like it just made sense. Like, like it just works. Like, he can only beat Donkey Kong because he gets a power up. That seems fair to me because like Donkey Kong was this huge bad boss in the original, like Donkey Kong game. Like Mario is not as powerful as Donkey Kong, but with the power up, yeah, he could take him down. You know. Yeah, and then
1: like right when he beats him, that fun little you know when he gets back up and he starts swing in he's about to fall off the edge and Mario catches him by the tie. He plays the little the little jingle from.
0: The OG Donkey Kong game, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, that's cool. Leave it to Nestor to catch it though. Yeah, that's awesome. Where does Donkey Kong sit for you with like favorite Nintendo characters? Is he pretty high up there? Is he kind of even keel, Nestor?
1: I'd say he's. I'd say he's pretty high up. Definitely, definitely top ten. I've played played some Donkey Kong in my day.
0: This is going to sound pretty dumb, but I just found out earlier this morning that there was a Donkey Kong sixty four. Like I didn't even, I was never even aware that was a thing. Like I knew it was Super Mario 64, but I've never, I'm on this whole like obsessive kick of looking at all this stuff and like playing catch up and watching these retrospectives and stuff on YouTube. And I saw that there was a DK 64 and I was like, what? I don't even remember ever hearing about that, seeing that. It
2: plays like Banjo. Yeah.
0: In my opinion. It's, It's very infamously known for, I think it still holds the
1: record for most collectibles in a video game.
2: It's insane. Yeah. Like really? it's not cool. <laughs> oh,
1: <laughs>
2: like you, there's Go like a, a thousand bazillion bananas, a thousand bazillion apples. I don't know, whatever, just different fruits and stuff. And like to collect everything, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, so I remember my friend got it, it. it's
0: not not so, well,
2: so, so, so. My friend got it when it came out, and it had a, a strategy guide. And the strategy guide was a thickable. Yeah, dude. Ahead, it,
1: so there there are five characters. Each character has like color coded collectibles in each stage. And you can't collect another character's collectibles, you know, if you're not playing as the I've heard of this game, Yeah. Game. Okay. okay. I mean it, it's, I knew about it's
0: it's great, just don't just don't hundred percent it. Okay. Yeah, it's got a ninety meta score score pretty good, huh?
2: The the characters that are cheering him on in the audience of the movie are from DK sixty four. And they also play DK Rap the song when he comes out, which is DK, from DK sixty four. Donkey
0: Kong I w- when that part happened, me who doesn't know Jack dilly Squad about all this stuff, I was like, I know that. I know that you know. So that was a cool moment. I love that. All the Donkey Kingdom stuff was, was fantastic. Cranky Kong, he was voiced by Fred Armisen, correct? Yes. I believe so. I've seen people criticize that like they feel like he didn't he didn't do yeah, a good job. That was uh, what, my what least guys?
2: favorite performance of the movie. Okay.
0: What about you, Because that's yeah, it seems to be the consensus. I'm he's he's
1: grown on me. I'm I'm fine with it.
0: It's just like at first, I mean, I you know,
1: I've known I've known cranky since I was like seven years old, dude. So I was expecting him to sound all rickety and crotchety and yeah. tell you that you're no good at playing your games. It's like, nah. He kind of just sounds like he's you know he's a little bit nasally, <laughs> you know. <laughs>
2: yeah, you're right. That was good. That was good. He didn't, he doesn't sound old at all. I'm sorry. That was man.
0: Nestor was fully in character with that too. Like just great physical performance there. Oh, man. <clears throat> but, yeah, great scene, though, overall. I, I loved it. That was probably uh, one of my favorites of the movie.
2: Yeah. Um, I I was really impressed they used the cat power-up because that's a power-up that older fans who haven't played Mario in a while will have no idea exists. You know what I mean? Like, that's a very fresh... Sad, actually, what's crazy, is a 10-year-old power-up. <laughs> yeah, it is now. But it seems, it seems really fresh. And it's only in one game, right? Am I right? Unless you count Bowser Unless you as a Bowser's
1: Fury, well, uh, Mario Maker too.
2: Okay, yeah, okay. So it's got a little more to it, but um, yeah, it's a very, it's a much newer power up. I figured when, like, if you had told me before seeing the movie, like, you know, they're probably going to only use traditional power ups is what I would have thought. You know, enlarge, fire, you know, but they use. Let's see, they use the cat one, the fire one, the ice one, Tanuki suit, um, Tanuki suit, which the Tanuki suit, man. Me and my wife had, like, a friendly argument in the car that she ended up being right about, but she didn't blame me for being wrong about it all. The Tanuki suit is one of the most convoluted suits in Mario. Like, if you look yeah. up the suits, if you look it up on, like, Wikipedia, you it's easy to get confused with the Leaf power-up, because the Leaf power-up gives you the ears and the tail, but not the rest of the body. And then the Tanuki suit gives you the whole body, and they both have separate powers... And then in some versions, Tanuki can turn into a stone, and in other versions, it can't.
0: What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I mean, like, I feel like I know some of that stuff, but it sounds so alien to me. I'm sorry,
2: man. It's all, oh it's God. out there. Yeah, dude.
1: it's, it's all over the place. Like sometimes just the leaf will give you the whole suit. Other times, it won't.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's wild. It's wild. And I don't think in uh Super Mario three D world, I don't think the Tanuki suit lets you turn into stone at all.
1: Not in three D world, because they gave you know, you get the, the, the special lucky cat bell that lets you turn into a gold statue. They kinda uh, move that over there to you that. Go. But in three D land yeah. for the three D S, yeah, it that you could turn into stone in that one. Okay. Cool. Very cool. Okay, take us forward, Nestor. All right. After that, uh, you know, the, the gang secures the, the help
2: of the Kong army. We got Mario Kart, baby. Yeah. Beautiful. What, what's crazy as we're getting to it is, I didn't realize this until my second watch, the Kong army effectively does nothing to help them. At all. Other than Donkey Kong himself, the Kong army is completely wasted. Am I wrong? Am I misremembering this? Next um, no, you're right. They get, they get captured like... Immediately. immediately. Yeah, so other than Donkey Kong helping Mario individually, they did winning the Kong army effectively did nothing. But yes, it goes into a Mario Kart sequence where the the lore for the movies is that the Kongs create the the, the carts and it shows like all the different carts being built and like you have like some random like Kongs that look kind of like a Rambo or like a somebody I love, uh, Ram- I love those backgrounds. Yeah, cards. all sorts yeah.
1: of random background Kongs and like, it's it's weird to me, because there are a lot of, like, canon Kongs that we have that they didn't use, or they were just far-off, like, background, like, cameos, like, Funky Kong, Chunky Kong.
2: Yeah. Maybe they didn't want to commit to their characters until they had a script that actually utilized them. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: I think, I mean, they definitely wanted to keep it simple. And I feel like the only reason, like, Diddy got, like, a speaking role is because, like, that's next. Um, yeah. But people were like, "Oh, you know, in in the in the Mushroom Kingdom Council Room, where's Toesworth? You know, where's Toadette?" And it's yeah. like they just don't want to blow. Like, they just don't want to like bloat the cast with all these characters. Because
2: that that one guy who um, I can't remember. Like my wife actually laughed at it when we watched in the movie theater. When when the it's early in the movie and they, and they meet Peach, and he's got she's got like the Commander Toad who's going over the map, which seems like that should be Toesworth, but it is not. And and he he's the one that's like, may all the hope of our of of our toads go with you, on this valiant battle, my queen. And it's like he's so serious. Like this, we're watching Lord of the Rings. It's like no, this is freaking. <laughs> I know. Like,
1: e- even in the little flash of like the coronation scene, it's that toad putting the crown on her when it you know should be Toad's worth. But once we get to the post credit scene, I think I got a good explanation of like how they could bring him in.
2: Okay, I'm, a, I'm looking forward to hearing that.
1: But uh, yeah, they step into the garage, you hear the character select screen from Mario Kart 8. Yeah, I noticed that. You know, we had a little bit of Thunderstruck. Uh, they're picking their carts, and it's like the menu is the same as it is in Mario Kart 8. You press A to finish your cart.
2: Yeah, you, you choose between your glider and your body type and your wheel. Yeah, and just it seemed like a little game. meta.
0: I kind of like that. That was great. Like them actually kind of doing it themselves. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Great hype moment, great sizzle. Yeah, and, you know you get. Yeah,
2: I mean, I think this would have really shocked us if we hadn't seen the trailer. Yeah, what
1: we knew. no, like Rainbow Road, dude. I don't think they would. I don't think they should have showed that at all.
0: That would have been mind blowing yeah. to see for the first time. Yeah, I feel like you know, looking at that trailer. Well, the couple that we've gotten, uh, I feel like there's stuff from more or less every part of the movie. Like I don't know if I remember seeing stuff from the final battle in the, the trailer, no. but I feel like you got most scenes. And yeah, I wish they had held some of it off just for the big surprise. Like, not just leave it to the Easter eggs, but uh that's yeah, every yeah. trailer. Yeah, though.
2: because when Mario's going up the ramp and it's like, hey, there's nothing on the other side of that ramp. And it's like, I wouldn't have guessed that it was Rainbow Road, but I'd seen the trailer. So I was like, well, it's Rainbow Road. Yeah, you know? yeah. Well, I mean, I,
0: it, that that part is cool, though. I mean, because I, like, I feel like when... I remember when the announcement... Like I saw it on Twitter of this movie happening, and then everyone was like, "Oh my god, Chris Pratt again!" It was like a Chris P- Pratt fatigue era, and yeah. everyone else was like, "Okay, some of these other ones are okay, but Chris Pratt, ugh." And then you see like the first image, and then you get the teaser, and yeah, you, know, you start when you see that Mario Kart stuff. I feel like that's kind of a turning point when everyone was like optimism completely shifted, yeah, and everyone started to get pretty excited for the movie. Um, but yeah, I mean i I was pretty. I don't know. I was open to it. From the get go, is I, I thought it was going to be nice to just see an animated movie again. But uh, it's kind of funny, Nestor. You mentioned the uh, like some of the the select screen and stuff like that. I didn't. I haven't played a Mario Kart since like whatever one was on the Wii U. I don't know what that one. was. Uh, that was but, eight. Uh, yeah, I think I remember that. Oh, that was that
1: story where where uh, Brian was talking to you about Halo lore and you couldn't focus on the game. Yeah, that was that one.
0: Yeah, it, I want. And, and what was the one on the Wii? Uh, the other Mario game was it just. It's new Super Mario Wii U or... or U, Wii U, or? yeah. New Super Mario Bros. Yeah. U. Okay. Because I feel like I played that a bit with Justin as well. It was that one and the Mario Kart. And at the time, it didn't. Yeah, it It's didn't funny
2: happen. how we're coming full circle because it was like, hey, let's have a Nintendo get-together. And then we get there. And that's the origin story that me and Josh have told so many times on the podcast where I basically sidetracked Josh entirely into talking about Halo 4 and the lore, and getting him back into the Halo mood, and that's when we were literally there to play Wii U and play Mario Kart and New Super Mario Bros. And, well, it's, but it became a Halo thing.
0: <laughs> it's it's I mean it's it's blowing my mind right now, like how much catch up I'm playing, like the whole this whole come back to nintendo era is so strange for me i I did a free trial of nintendo online the other day and i was playing the original super mario brothers and i was like i remember playing this when i was a little boy you know and it was it was neat and then i'm looking up all these retrospectives and stuff and like i'm seeing like super mario galaxy gameplay and i'm seeing like mario sunshine retrospective stuff and um and then i read like supposedly is, is super mario galaxy 2 not canon is that? No, it's canon. it's canon.
2: It's just, uh, okay. It's just, you just, it's, it's not on the Switch.
0: Yeah. It, it, so
1: it, it's a retelling of the first game. And I think only because, like, at the end of the first game, the universe gets sucked into a black hole and gets created anew. At like, that's the way I'm explaining oh.
0: it. Okay. They, but yeah, yeah, it's just a renaissance for me. It's, it's like, I don't know. I, I'll just say this real quick. But, you know, it felt like for, like, the last, like, 10 years or so that i paid attention to gaming news, I always ignored Nintendo. Like, I would would keep an eye on things to see if there was something that was going to pull me in. But I was just telling Brian the other day, like, little did I know it was actually going to be the stuff that I'd already seen. Like, I would watch Super Mario gameplay reviews when it came, or Super Mario Odyssey reviews. And I'd be like, oh, you know, it looks kind of okay, but, like, I just need something else to make me pull the trigger on that. And that's what I'm currently obsessed with. Like, all other games have... Fell to the wayside, and I mean, Jedi Survivor comes out in like a week, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to want to play that over Odyssey right now. I'm Odyssey's amazing, but anyway, we can get back on track with the movie. Yeah, but yeah it, it's just an amazing Renaissance experience for me. So Odyssey, I'm, so I'm, I'm enjoying this and picking up all the Easter eggs. To learn, I'm learning, <laughs> learning.
1: Hell yeah, baby! All right, so we so we got Mario picking the uh, the standard car. We got Peach in her bikering outfit with the motorbike, and we got Toad <laughs> in the freaking monster truck.
2: Didn't you say in the other episode, Brian, you really liked that part? Which, yeah, it's funny that that made me chuckle, because that's such a cliche thing to do in a movie. Like, little guy gets the big suit, or gets the big car. Like, that's, that's very cliche, but I was still... Just the way Toad came up, he had, like, his arm over the side, and he has glasses. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> he the glasses.
1: No, and it, it wasn't until this last rewatch that I, you know, because I'd been listening for it. Because <clears throat> that, that scene was in the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that scene was in the trailers, and, uh there was no thunderstruck playing over it so when he pulls up to mario and peach with the sun with the sunglasses it actually plays the or it's supposed to play the little the sound effect of his horn from mario kart 8 <laughs> oh,
0: but it gets okay. completely
1: drowned out by the music
0: oh man huh. does yeah. it make you want like yeah. a cut all the more where that stuff's kind of yes please taken out edited. You guys, yeah, yeah. Did, you guys saw what
1: i posted the other day right that Originally, the final scene instead of playing the the Starman theme, they
2: were gonna yep. fucking play Jump by Van oh, Halen. Yeah. I'm like, no. oh no way! Like hashtag so released the Miyamoto cut. <laughs> now when I when I took my wife to see the movie, and after we got done seeing it, she really really liked it. By the way, she uh, she knew what my complaints with the movie were, which was basically the music and the overuse of slow mo. And she said only one song stuck out to her as bad. And oddly enough, it was the song when they first get to the Kong the Kong army. Like, they get to the Kong area.
1: <laughs> Poor John. Come on, Erica.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's the only one. She said, that's the only like, one uh-huh. that didn't fit. What? That's a classic 80s song. That's like I top, know. she just She said it took movie. her out of the movie, but the rest were fine. So, yeah. Erica. Erica. <laughs> I feel uh, like that part of the
0: Breaking Benjamin song that sat, what is it, uh, Blow Me Away? It almost sounds like they say Erica. That's how I feel right now. Erica! <laughs> ah! That's what <laughs> yeah. I feel like.
2: Man. Yeah. She didn't think the slow-mo was a problem at all, though. She said that was just me. I was like, all right, whatever. <laughs> <But, laughs> so. picky thing.
1: Screw me, then. <laughs> all right, next, n- next scene. We got a cutaway. We got Bowser practicing his proposal. Oh, yeah. Oh, really make a guy come out of his shell. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess love will really make a guy come out of the shell and then the freaking flowers bite and he's like, <laughs> he's like a cute face or something. Like, Was uh, Jack was like so just
0: not, you know, like how could you go with anybody else for a role like that, man? I just feel like he fully embraced it, especially with him, like just knowing who he is. And then you get to scenes like that and it's just fun. I think like, he stole I, the show. Yeah,
2: I think when you I mean, I think the, the most if you were going to go into specifics of what specific things are people talking about the most after seeing the Mario Bros. movie. Number one on the list is Bowser. Number yeah. one. Well, yeah, dude, that Peaches, man, I I was literally at my
0: chiropractor the other day, and he, he hasn't even, I don't think he's seen the movie, but he was talking about how he's been singing that song to his daughter because the song is just blown up. I see people out there that are like, make it stop! But other people are like, yeah, just keep going. We had going. a 20-minute like, drive Peaches, home
2: Peaches. from the theater, and my wife sang it the whole way home in the car.
1: Hey, you know what? That, that that's the that's the mark of that's the mark of some good good music. Dude, good mark good marketing.
2: Dachi. Yeah,
0: yeah, good. But yeah, good scene of him of him uh practicing because I feel like it's just doubling down on his infatuation and this whole like you know, seeing him like so infatuated, whereas Mario is actually getting, you know, the the core like development with uh, Peach. You know, and then this guy's like, I can't wait till we meet. Our lives are gonna be amazing. And Mario is like, I've already met this girl, and we're going on this adventure trying to save. Uh, I still love every time Bowser's like,
2: and was she impressed with him? <laughs> and the, like, there's that part where Luigi's like,
1: if she has any, t- if he has any taste at all if she didn't taste at all she would be you know it's like
2: that was hilarious yeah
1: dude i mean a kamek dressed as peach playing the part too which is a reference to the games he's done that twice
2: oh yeah yeah. (laughs) i think i do remember that now i forgot Hmm. but yeah yeah no it was a great time when i saw it again erica laughed a lot through it and there was constantly times where erica's like leaned over to me and she's like oh it's this moment from the games oh it's this moment from the games and uh, yeah, she. This the, is probably
0: this movie. I feel like overall is probably the best use of fan service I've ever seen. Yeah, like, I, I've seen. Yeah. I have seen some people complain about that with this movie, but I feel like that's just a redundant argument to have because I feel like it's like that's the whole point of going to see the movie. Yeah,
2: you know? I feel like of any adaptation, don't you want to get reference? I was reading a review earlier today where they're talking about how like the movie. They said someone the lines of like the movie being nothing like the games because it's just a, a so or it's just a soulless like marketing sales thing and i'm like that seems just completely wrong to me Bro. like the movie is so everything the games are like it's yeah. it's full of character and makes me feel like i'm playing the games i don't uh, who are you do you even play the games like this is very bad critic review very people, bad i've
0: seen yeah and i've seen other people complain about how like they say like watching the movie is not as fun as playing the actual game and i'm like for me, I'm like that made me just want to go play and see all the catalog of Mario games that I've missed out on. Like, to me, it made it's as me fun as that. it could Isn't
2: possibly be works? without me having a controller. Yeah, I mean,
0: I I enjoyed the heck out of this movie, but yeah, great scene with uh great scene with Bowser. Love Bowser. Any scene that he's in, and it's I just I, great. I don't want to yeah. spoil the ending and get ahead <laughs> of us, but I, I I can't wait to see him again. All right, and then we got uh, what's
1: next?
2: Rainbow Road. Just the the actual drive and fight on Rainbow Road. Uh, biggest surprise for me I didn't see coming. Once again, my wife actually did see it coming, but I didn't was the blue shell thing. I thought that was so cool. Bro, I'm like Man, I just number one hater of all time. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Literally just like killed did, beat this guy and then Yeah, killed himself and then to to take out Donkey Kong and Mario. So um yeah, That's I think this time point. around, second time watching it, I didn't realize just it's weird how like the second viewing, I didn't realize that the whole Kong army gets wiped out here. Now, obviously, I was paying attention to my first viewing. I knew the Kongs were, like, in cages, trapped by Bowser. I saw the movie, but for some reason, I just didn't put it together that literally the whole Kong army they just got behind them gets cut off and captured. Um, but, I mean, I know I'm just kind of jumping ahead there, but, like, when it starts off and, like, there's an ambush by Bowser and there's all these, you know... Uh, Rival carts coming out, and there's you basically get to witness what's like a, a playing a level, playing a match of, of Mario Kart where it's like oh they're throwing turtle shells, they're dropping bananas. So cool. the one part where Mario actually jumps on the turtle, and gets him in a shell, and tosses it and takes out another cart was really cool. I really liked that part. Um, but uh, I'm also I was thinking too, and I watched it the second time. I'm like, imagine how much different the scene would have felt if we were still in the like N64 days where every cart looked the same. Dude, yeah. You know, no gliders, no zero gravity. Yeah, and like every car, people have customized cards that so they look different. Like back in the day, it was just like, oh, Peach's card is the same as Mario's, except it's pink, and Bowser's is the same as Mario's, except it's green, or whatever, you know. But <laughs> I kind of miss those days uh, all the same, but yeah, I, I feel that too. But like, I know like what you're for saying. the purpose of the movie, like it made it honestly, I got Fury Road vibes, yeah. from Rainbow Road. <laughs> Dead serious. There's an Irish Phoenix meme right there. Honestly, what you should do is if you cut the if you cut the two scenes together, the scene at the beginning of the movie where Bowser and his and his Coopers are rocking out to metal with this scene of Rainbow Road, it would really feel like Mad Max, because at the beginning of Mad Max Fury Road you have like the flame guitar guy and the and the rocking music and then they go into battle like that's definitely well, you I don't have, know. I got Fury Road vibes from Mario Bros. You heard it here first.
0: You have Anya Taylor Joy starring in the uh, Furiosa oh, she's prequel, be Furiosa, yeah, yeah. like Chris Hemsworth, Ooh. but uh, yeah, I like the scene. Uh, I I thought it was really cool just to see them take what in essence is just a racing game and actually work it into the overall narrative of the movie. Yeah, I even like it though
2: I them. will like it's, I will give critics. The, I'll, let, I'll let them have this one where they're, where it's just like you know, uh, Cranky Kong's like, well, we you know what we're gonna need carts, and it's like. Here's a cart sequence just because we know you love Mario Kart. Not because it's actually called for specifically in this story, but we got to get the cart scene.
1: Because it's Mario.
2: Because it's Mario, and I hey, I love it. I wouldn't take it out. Also,
1: low-key, this is like the only part of the movie where two characters get a moment to, like, chill. Like, when, when Mario and Peach are driving next to each other, and... You know, she's like, "Is there anything like this in your world?" Mario's like, "Nah, we don't we don't drive on rainbows." And she's like, "Well, next you're gonna tell me that the turtles aren't evil?" And he's like, "Nah, they're pets." You know?
2: <laughs> yeah. He's like, "Come back to Brooklyn, I'll get you one." Yeah.
0: A little bit of low key flirting going on. Yeah, there. dude. The- yeah.
2: <clears throat> and the Donkey Kong is like, "Is this how you flirt?" Is Seth Rogen's voice? <laughs> like that's <laughs> terrible. Yeah.
1: And the second uh, and last iconic Seth Rogen laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I like to. You remember that?
2: Uh, it was funny too. Is um. So when I first saw the movie, and I had to pee so bad, I was looking for the right moment to walk out of the theater and run, and pee, and get back as quick as possible. And uh, what I thought was the best moment, what I surmised from my first viewing, not knowing where the movie was going to go, is the second mario and donkey kong fell into the water off the bridge is when i ran to the bathroom and i came back well the second time my wife had to pee super bad and i was like okay just get to this part right here this is where i went i think it was a pretty good part and that's what happened as soon as they fell off the bridge erica ran to the bathroom and i got to watch 45 seconds of the movie i'd never seen before and i think wow. that's the slowest i think that's the slowest part of the movie to me when well, kind of. Like the part the part I missed was like them getting swallowed by the eel and then Peach driving through the kingdom telling the toads to evacuate. That's what I missed in my 45 seconds. So I really missed pretty much nothing because when I came back I saw Donkey Kong and Mario in the eel and I knew that they were in the eel and then they still, once they get out of course it shows the eel them leaving the eel but i think the slowest moment of the movie is actually probably mario and donkey kong inside the eel talking to each that's other
1: that's the thing that scene could have been so much longer but it got cut like real yeah. quick you know freaking it did <laughs> D- dk complaining about uh cranky thinking he's a failure and mario feeling the same and then instead of like having like a little heart to heart like you would expect dk is like no nah, your dad was right
2: yeah <laughs> no that was so funny i do think that's was pretty... right. you are a failure. a
0: I did, I did like that in this movie. I feel like with him and Luigi, there's no, like, uh, fighting, which I'd like. I don't want yeah. that. But with him and Donkey Kong, it's it's the complete opposite. And there's this sort of, like, banter sort of friendship. It's almost like a Han and Leia type of thing. You know what I mean? Just sans the romance. But, like, I really like that. And I feel like the moment when they're, like, like, floating before the eel kind of swallows them up, like, and they're arguing, and then they kind of get in there and they're arguing. I feel like that was just really great. You know, in, in an hour and a half, it did a lot to develop their... Uh, friendship so I
2: honestly the it. the scene to scene breakneck pacing is honestly reminds me a lot of rise of skywalker except for this movie it made sense and it did not this is, is the best skywalker.
0: breakneck pace movie i've seen like i've you know jurassic the world dominion you know that was breakneck uh, thor love and thunder breakneck it's still becoming a new thing but this mario movie is teaching them how to do it
2: it's yeah trendy. it did it right yeah, yeah it's it like you know right. as much as because we could have spent there could have been like 25 minutes where you know, Mario and Donkey Kong are in the eel, and it goes to other characters, and it cuts back to them bonding. It goes to other characters, and it cuts back to them bonding. We've seen that kind of thing in the movies before, but, you know, for the purpose of this movie and what it was trying to accomplish, do we really need 25 minutes of Donkey Kong and Mario bonding? No, they got caught by the eel, they they figure it out, they get out. Boom, we're continuing on with the plot. Plus, hour and a half movie, that's a very good, like, time for kids. Like, 90 minutes is the kids' movie length. We don't need a two and a half hour Mario movie epic, though I'm sure... Be cool. oh yeah man mm-hmm. i i'd I take a i'd
1: take
0: a five-hour movie shoot <laughs> well, i think it does that that time that brief time we get with them two talking is like really good development and gives some personality to dk other than just coming into the arena you know so i like really like breaks. that and i feel like if you if you didn't if you hadn't split up mario and luigi then you don't really get that scene between him and mario that that Uh, lands as much so it's a good contrast
2: yeah where they're like powering up and running through the kingdom and stuff Mm -hmm. taking out dudes like that's a really cool yeah also donkey kong looks really cool when he has the fire power up dude first time we ever seen that yeah yeah that looked really cool like he had this like he looked like donkey kong but like his hair was ever so more like lightly red more red but still looked like donkey kong Um, But did I skip ahead of things you wanted to say, Nestor? I know we're kind of... Uh, of No,
1: you pretty much, you nailed it. I mean, you know, they get swallowed by the eel. Um, Bowser is coming, LOL. (laughs) You know,
2: Peach evacuates (laughs) Toad City. Then she gets, yeah, she gets up to her, to the castle, and she's like, Bowser's on his way here now, we gotta leave. And they all start evacuating, and then... It gets to where Toad's like, I told you I wasn't going to leave you, and then Toad's like sticking with her, and they go out to like Love the em. same, the, the area where the pipe is that they leave the castle, and that's when Bowser kind of shows up with his floating lava island, and um, says, hey, will you marry me? And she's like, ew, no. And he's like, alright, alright, torture the Toad, and then Toad gets freaking like, you use the force on Toad, and like choke him out doesn't he like drop
0: the flowers or something he he, he fumbles doesn't he kind of fumble when he's talking no he walks up
1: to her and you know he does the uh, love really makes a guy come out of his shell (laughs) and then like peach is just like looking at him and he's like i told you she wouldn't like that line
2: and you get camby's hand like coming off
1: the screen is like you're doing great you're doing great (laughs) yeah yeah.
0: (laughs)
2: Yeah, but then he basically says, hey, if you're not going to marry me, then I'm going to destroy the entire kingdom and all your toads. And then Peach is like, well, shit, I guess I have nothing else to do. I guess I'll marry you if you just leave my toads alone. And what I was confused about, though, it was like she basically says, I'll marry you if you just, like, leave my toads alone. But then when they're at the wedding, not to jump ahead again, but when they're wedding at the wedding, he's about to sacrifice all of these people, including Mario's brother and the donkeys, donkey, or I'm sorry, the Kongs and the uh, the um, the penguins you know, and all that. Shrek and, and interfering her, in the he's <laughs> <Mario> yeah <laughs> donkey. Um, he's about to kill them, sacrifice them all in her name. That's what he says. I'm gonna sacrifice them all in her name. But like, I kind of figured that like part of Peach's agreement to get married was like, don't sacrifice my friends. But he was still going to. I guess just not the hey, toads. They weren't toads. All
1: right, my man is right.
2: Yeah, I guess. I guess, but. Um, I love yeah, when there so was the the portal
0: scene, just like an end game, and, and uh, the whole DreamWorks universe came through. Yeah, and Donkey and everyone.
2: <laughs> Shrek just comes to the portal. Well, I have to save my ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good, Brian. I like that. You got a good laugh out of me. Um, um, but yeah, uh, yeah, and I was really impressed that I, I thought once again I thought it was going to be stereotypical and be like, you know, Peach is now going to get married to Bowser to save the the you know save her Toads. And she was going to be helpless because she didn't want her Toads to die. But no, like it immediately shows like I I don't even think three full minutes of screen time had passed. It's like Toad handing her the bouquet and being like, and she's like, you got the right one or whatever. And she's like, yeah. And it's like, oh, that's actually a power up so we can take out this this evil Koopa guy. Great moment to really showcase, though, how good of a person and how
0: selfless Peach is. Like she's going to marry this complete like Awful person, yeah. That she doesn't like, who's imagined, who's already imagined his whole life with her, that he's already like framed, projected her own personality in his mind, and she's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do this because I don't you, want him to get hurt. I don't want anybody else to get hurt.
2: You know what? You know what I he hate and not not to be gross, but like when I when Super Mario Sunshine came out, and I got it, and I, I was probably here we go. I don't know, ten or eleven years old. Well, th- this is the first game that introduces bowser jr correct that's the first game that introduces bowser jr and the rumor amongst my friends in school was that baby or that bowser jr was peach's kid and also i think isn't there one point in the game where bowser jr thinks that peach is his mama Mm. and and then so so then like as a kid with not much sexual education but still slightly kind of knowing what sex is i'm like did Peach sleep with Bowser? <laughs> like, I remember playing the game and I'm like, I cannot I did, believe I that. that. Peach would sleep with Bowser, and I can't believe Mario would want to like be with Peach after she slept with the freaking dinosaur. What? And, ba- <laughs> and Bowser Junior is is half human, half Koopa. I was like, Ew, I hate that. And it wasn't. It was actually years later. Where I got confirmation that no I got confirmation, confirmation. Yeah, I actually I had my sinuses reacting up this morning, so sounded a little nasally. Um, I got confirmation coming. that uh, no, that's not <laughs> no. There's no, no way not. shutting that they, out they, real quick. Bowser is not with Peach in that way, but that was not, that was an unpleasant thing about Sunshine back in the day. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't know any of that though. Though I do wonder who Bowser Junior's mother is. You know, is. there it, never that, was a that's Bowser. That's the funny female. thing.
0: We still don't
1: technically know. But uh, there was like a, it was like a little Q and A video with Miyamoto, and one of the questions was, "Who's Bowser Junior's mom?" Deadpan, silent, points at himself. <laughs> <laughs>
2: he's like, he's like, this isn't. I think Miyamoto is one of those people who's like, guys, this is just a game. We're having fun you know
1: yeah bro at, like. do we really need an answer i mean like if you really think about it everybody was delivered by a
2: stork all right
1: hmm. bowser just maybe bowser bowser's express- asexual
2: e. or not asexual um what's the term for he can produce babies himself <laughs> oh,
1: <I don't laughs> which
2: is even na- which is also nasty <laughs> but
1: he expressed order he expressed order to kid all right that's that's, that's all we need to know yeah
2: Maybe maybe it's not like blood related. Like he just got an egg and he and it and it looked kind of like him and he raised it. You know, adopted.
1: Chances are we're never gonna know, and that's fine. Yeah.
2: Until one day randomly we're playing the game and like, you know, Bowsette shows up you know, <laughs> like, like actual, you know, and we're like, oh wow, okay, I guess this is it. So.
0: It's kind of nice though to have something that doesn't always have all the answers to it it's kind of refreshing i
2: think i mean yeah but who's who's bowser jr's mom is basically like who are the blue wizards from lord of the rings same thing yeah. totally you know lots <laughs> of
0: theories though on youtube I'm sure. oh yeah i'm gonna go check now to see <laughs> but you could take us forward man so where are we at all next right three? we got we got mario and uh
1: dk having that little moment in the eel and then the eel burps and they they land they land at dk's cart and they're like oh shit we got one more rocket barrel left and that's how they escaped the eel. They weren't even in there for. You're right. Like they weren't even in there for more than three
0: minutes. Yep. Yeah, it was very. Yep, cool. by, uh, that's definitely a thing on YouTube, apparently. So gonna x out of that. But uh, <laughs> what
2: did what, you look up, Josh? Well,
0: I said I said uh, in the YouTube search, I said who is Bowser Junior's mother? And the first video has like a thumbnail, a Peach in a bikini sitting on top of Bowser. Nope. And I was like, okay. Don't like
2: that. <laughs> Don't research like that. purposes only. <laughs> a whole lot of note for me dog and
1: yeah the whole uh, the whole escape sequence on that barrel is straight out of Donkey Kong Country Returns and Tropical Freeze I'm
2: like I'm like why is there no Diddy here this should be Diddy in Donkey Kong you know soon right because then that would soon 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 what Nestor what you know
0: outside of just a direct sequel to this movie what movie in this like Nintendo verse would you want to have next I mean besides the very obvious one that I want to have next well, yeah, I guess I should, say, I should have said aside from that, too, but uh, aside from Louise's Mansion, just to make it a little more challenging. Man, I want a Star Fox movie, dude. Uh,
1: I, cool. I love Star Fox and for the longest time, like all I... They've done that IP dirty. why do they keep retelling 64?
0: It's so asinine.
2: Yeah, and honestly, I I loved 64, I loved Adventures, and I loved Assault, but then they just what happened? I don't know.
0: I don't mean to. I don't want to get us off track, but like, did when the sixty four came out, did every one of their like characters just have like the sixty four attached to their to their games?
1: Most of them. We never. Starting we never got with. a Metroid sixty four. Um. Yeah. No. No Metroid. Yeah. Like a lot of sixty four games are just this sixty four. Hmm. Yeah. Looks cool looking back. You know, I wasn't really aware of it at the time. I mean, not not to get on too long of a tangent here, but like. The Star Fox games for the the most part have like, they're they're a little bit like choose your own adventure, you know? And there's like a bunch of different endings in, um, in a couple of the Star Fox games that I, you know, it gets your imagination going. You're like, where, what could they do if they like move some stuff around and actually like expanded the universe a little bit. And they did up to a point and then they reset it all the way back down to zero, uh, you know, in Star Fox Zero for the Wii U, which did not sell well because of its control scheme being so freaking weird.
0: Man, one of the next times we do, like, a Nintendo retrospective, I don't know what console, but, like, we got to have you on for that. Like, a specific one, like GameCube or Wii or Wii U or... I, I have this weird, like, association with Wii U because I remember, like, talking to Brian and Justin a lot around that time, and I think they had a little bit of excitement, but Brian was kind of like... I think you were telling me, Brian, that you were like... This thing isn't it's kind of like DOA, dead on arrival. I mean, the, and,
2: I knew the console was D- DOA, but I I did. Justin got one first. I ended up getting a Wii U as well because I wanted to play Twilight Princess HD like that. As soon as Twilight Princess HD was announced, I was like, I'm going all in on the Wii U. I don't care. I I love that. How game How long too was much. that
0: console's lifespan?
2: Like at least until the Switch came out. Twelve to seventeen, so five full years. But it was five extremely dry, unsuccessful years. It was basically just people waiting for the new Nintendo game to come out, and everyone get excited about the game and then dead silence and, and and the games didn't really move consoles that's the thing is like super smash bros would come out and sell 10 million copies or something but it's because there was 10 12 million Wii U's out there yeah. like would So that was their consoles. Xbox 1 era? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but way worse than the Xbox 1 sadly. Like the oh. Xbox 1 looks like a critical darling compared cuz I think the Xbox 1 still sold 40 50 plus million consoles I and mean, the it in perspective then. Did the Wii U ever hit twenty million? I don't think, think it, it did. did dude.
1: Yeah, it, it was a lot it was of um, it was a lot of really weird choices because I, I remember at the time too when 3D World came out, uh, it was received well, but it's not like a your full 3D open sandbox Mario, so like that was a big issue that didn't help move systems.
2: Oh yeah, felt like they didn't have a Mario main market yeah. game, yeah.
1: and it almost happened with the with the 3DS too because I got that on launch. It's the only Nintendo system I've gotten on launch was the 3DS and like I don't know I don't know what the hell they were thinking like they were like fresh off the Wii they are like oh yeah we've got like the biggest sales you know we're all good but they released two systems without their biggest names backing them alright the biggest thing going for the 3DS was that <laughs> Ocarina of Time 3D was going to come out like within a year yeah. you know 3DS released with like a freaking port of Rayman 2 uh, Steel Diver Steel Diver and Pilo Wings yeah wow. It wasn't a good
2: launch at all yeah man
1: oh. but Rough yeah, and then and then you, you see the difference when they come out with the Switch and they come out swinging with Breath of the Wild and then that holiday season they come out with Odyssey
2: yeah and plus Mario Kart 8 Deluxe gets put out quickly which becomes like one of their biggest selling games of all time yeah. it's just Mario Kart so 8 and
0: the Wii U that's still the current Mario Party or I'm sorry uh, Mario, Mario, Mario Kart, Kart yeah.
2: main Mario Mario Kart, yeah, Mario Kart Deluxe for the Switch is literally the Mario Kart from I think 2013. On but the they Wii just U? keep adding DLC to it. Yeah, well, that, that was a well, recent yeah, thing. Well, yeah, actually, yeah, they are still adding DLC. They, Tracks, yeah, that's wow.
0: fantastic, dude, that they supported they, that long.
2: And it's got like over 50 million sales.
1: That's so refreshing. Yeah, it's if you look at the Switch sales charts, it's still topping
2: the charts, and it's been topping the charts for the last like three years. But when it was on the Wii U for years, it like never cracked. I don't even know if it cracked 10 million. You know, which is crazy because wow. there just nobody had the. The thing is, the Wii U, like it was expensive. Like the Wii U was three hundred and fifty bucks. I think that most of the time it came in with came with the packing game, but three hundred fifty dollars, and that's when only a year after it launched. So like it didn't launch with many games at all, and then a year after it launched, you could get an Xbox One or a PS Four. PS Four was fifty dollars more than a freaking Wii U, which is like no brainer to people Hmm. and then like you you had the tablet controller and even though they said at one point you'd be able to buy more that never actually happened happened. and all multiplayer games just featured the tablet controller plus additional controllers either wii u pro controllers or like regular wii controllers it was really convoluted and i remember seeing um i was watching it live the uh, uh reggie was on jimmy fallon's you know the tonight show with jimmy fallon and jimmy fallon mistook the wii u as an uh, as a controller add-on for the wii and reggie had to correct him and like that was so representative of the general public not understanding what the wii u was it seemed like a 350 and fifty dollar controller add-on and everyone was just like like all the mainstream people were just like i'd rather just keep my wii that i already own that pay another three hundred fifty bucks for a controller. Yeah, man. But it wasn't a controller; it was an HD, full new system. But nobody. That is yeah, fascinating. That, that made
1: me realize yeah. really early on that, like, yeah, we're super in the know. Anybody that we know is super in the know because of us. But the general public doesn't know jack, dude.
2: Also the Wii the Wii U console itself, other than the fact that it was literally longer, it looked exactly like yeah. a Wii.
1: It just it didn't, didn't stand. Any yeah, it was, it was a Wii laying down.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Actually, the Wii U came with stands, though. Shoot, it did? I have them right here. Yeah.
1: yeah I never got yeah, I, I got mine refurbished, so...
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it came with... as has little notches It came with stands. So, yeah, it literally looked like... Unless you could tell that it was longer, it looked like a Wii. It had the same, like, color scheme. So, <laughs> you know, the, the, the title of the name was... <laughs> that looks like a Wii! I even remember, like, friends of mine making fun of it like doing like a- ambulance sounds like we <laughs> like <laughs> it was it's just a terrible name for a console too because what does the U even mean like let's say i understand for a moment that it is a separate console what does the U mean it wasn't we too it wasn't super we it sounds Wii almost kind of like how you have the xbox series x and then the yeah F, you know nah, there, there
1: was like there was some reasoning behind it they're like oh yeah you know do you remember miiverse Yeah, Nintendo tried to make their own little social media. It was like, oh, yeah, the, you know, the Wiis, you, you can upload your own stuff.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And the weird thing, too, is, like, the hardware specs. Like, you understand, so the, the 360 came out in 2005. The Wii U came out in 2012, so seven years later. The Wii U had the same specs, comparatively, as the 360, except it had, like, one bottleneck that made it not work as well as the 360. Wow. And this is 2012. So,
0: man, we're gonna have to get back on track. Yeah. <laughs> but like
2: that, you guys could tell listening that that's like Are an episode we, you in of itself. Do? I love the let Yeah, Let's do that's,
0: it. That's an episode in of itself. We're gonna have to do at some point. Holy cow! Yeah. That's, okay, take us forward, Nestor. We uh, we got oh, way. Oh yeah, on no, we right totally did. All right, that's my bad. That's my bad. We got
1: the wedding scene, like the actual wedding. Toad walks up, the Peach gives her the bouquet. You know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. You see, uh, you see everybody sitting down at the pews. You see my boy King Boo. Oh my God! <laughs> the only Boo in the whole movie, looking so good.
2: You say your boy King Boo. I'm gonna say my boy King. Okay, because that's that's my childhood.
1: <laughs> nah, for real. And I love the way he sits down, like in between two koopas that are already like pretty close to each other. One dude's around his arm on his right side. The other dude is bouncing back and forth. You can hear like you can hear like the points racking up. He's like. And then, and then,
2: yeah, and, and Bob Bomb's like, I've seen this
1: before, let me stop. You. Yeah, and, and then the pew next to King Bob Bomb, if you notice, there's a there's a little there's a regular Bob Bomb, and he like double takes, notices that it's King Bob Bomb, and then like he stands up
2: all proud. It's <laughs> oh, like, that's my yeah, king dude. even though he's about to be blown up. Bunch but of little background elements yeah. in that scene. Great. Now Josh, I don't know if you know this, but, and correct me if I'm wrong, unless, uh, Nestor, because I'm always afraid, because I, I feel like I know Mario pretty well, but I'm always afraid I'm going to say something and you're going to be like, actually, actually, in, in 1986, this was done before, but this, this whole wedding scene is like paying a homage to the end of Super Mario 3D World, the Wii U game, because that, the whole ending of 3D World is like Bowser dressed up in like a wedding suit. Odyssey. Isn't that... What is it Odyssey? What does he dress up as in, in 3D 3D World?
1: World? He doesn't... He turns into a cat.
2: Damn, I guess I mean Odyssey. Yeah, see? <laughs> uh, but that was actually more of just a mistake and not a... Nah, uh, yeah, a no, you were yeah, off. Yeah, I'm going to have to do an episode it, on that game. Man, is that, what is, Yeah, what did. but I feel like... Is it just a cat suit at the end of 3D World he's dressed up in? He doesn't have a top hat in that he's game? Got
1: the, he's got the pimp mobile.
2: Ah, he dressed up like a pimp. No, he didn't dress up. He just, he just had up. the car. He had, no he had no hat. hat. Damn, my okay, it turned, turned
1: into Meowzer okay. That was
2: the last fight. <laughs> well, they paid. They paid homage to Odyssey. My bad, but wow. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Take us for another. Yeah.
1: Right. He, you know, he wears the wedding suit from Odyssey. Peach as well. Uh, and we get the the shot. of no, wait. Yeah. Right as that's happening, we get we get Peach. You know, punching Kamek in the face, grabbing the Ice Flower, and just going to town on everybody.
2: Yeah, like, and I, I didn't expect that when I first saw it because I was like, I thought Peach was just going to play damsel in distress here, but she had a plan. She's like, "You think I'd actually marry you?" Yeah, kind of. <laughs> he's like, "Yeah, he does. He just ruined really that." Was such a good performance. Bowser was like really pathetically. He's like, "Yeah, kind of. Like, you know, like Peach, don't ruin my dreams. I sing about you." But uh, yeah, and then picture they go
0: Brian's in vocal- face like you open the veil and then it's Brian's face and he's like. Oh!
2: You thought I was actually gonna do
1: this? You thought you I was thought gonna, go gonna go with marry it? You, you <laughs> loser!
2: But then she shoots ice at the chain, which keeps uh, all the the people from falling in the lava, including Luigi. And they go on this whole fight spiel, and then um, I can't remember how much exactly what what ex- how much fighting occurs before Mario and Donkey Kong show. So
1: she she freezes Bowser, and then she starts freezing a bunch of the minions, and then we cut real quick to. DK and and Mario being shot down, and they have that really cool little sequence where they just run through all of Bowser's minions. DK turns into Fire DK. Mario gets the mushroom. Yeah, you get one of the coolest awesome pieces in the in the whole film.
0: Well Love, it, I love that part. pieces in this
1: What movie. what music was it playing there? I can't remember. Oh lord, uh, remember? we got a little bit of Super Mario Bros. We got a little bit of the athletic theme from Mario Three we get uh yeah yeah it was mostly mario 3
2: stuff you know i forgot to mention um there was a couple things erica pointed out when we were at the movie that i didn't notice before and um earlier in the movie when they when they're walking through like yoshi's kingdom or whatever or the yoshi area mario's eating the fruit that you feed yoshi in yeah. mario world i never noticed that i was just so because i remember as a kid playing that and just like always, you know, t- using Yoshi's tongue to grab that fruit, so I was like, oh, wow, that is what he's doing. The did.
1: one that's Yoshi cool. standing there drinking water is the pink one, my favorite. <laughs>
2: pink. Oh, oh your no. favorite one's pink Yeah. Nice, he man. was
1: on the cartridge for I Yoshi's thought...
0: story on the 64, that's why. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I thought when we saw that brief moment in the movie that I thought we were going to maybe see them later somehow, some way, and then we just yeah. never did. are like, we got to we'll, save we'll, that for
2: the sequel. Yeah. yeah.
0: Got to save something, you know, yeah. yeah. But yeah, we got we got the boys running
1: through all the minions. We got really cool shots of uh, of Mario doing the spin jump from sixty four. Yeah, turns into.
2: I also love how Mario and Luigi will do that run where they have their hands out. Yeah,
1: dude, the P the P wing I mean, run.
2: I love that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, where they're yeah. like that or whatever, you know? Yeah. Oh my god! Every I started the first time I've ever seen that was in my recent playthrough of Odyssey. And I was losing my shit. I was like, "This is like a Naruto run type of thing." I was, it was hilarious looking. Yeah. And when I saw it in the movie, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like that part, me—I was the only one who laughed, and then I felt really embarrassed because everyone else is like, "Oh, I don't." Know what you this were, is. you going a little weirdo. It,
1: every showing that I've been to, that uh, there have been
0: adults in the audience,
1: they laugh when they see you know them doing the oh, run because they know what it's from.
0: Okay. I yeah. love it, and, like,
1: that, I, I and that piece of music is really cool too. Because oh, uh, when Mario grabs, like when he's about to grab the the leaf to turn into to turn into the Tanuki, um, mm-hmm. you can hear the the pewing sound in the, in the actual track of the music. So you hear that, <laughs> you know, he, he grabs cool,
2: the leaf man. and he starts flying. Oh. Yeah, so cool, man! They did such a good job. Is there anything
0: you have not caught in four showings? Now I swear, man, you got it. You're an encyclopedia right now of all Bro. this.
2: We'll find uh, out Mr. after his yeah. fifth showing. <laughs> yeah, I'm like the I,
1: things I missed on the podcast. The follow up.
2: <laughs> yeah. There
1: you go. <laughs> the
0: the lost levels that'll be the episode title.
2: Yeah.
1: And then we get uh we we get cut back to Peach fighting uh, everybody. She spears again and throwing at her. She grabs one, throws it upside down, sticks it in the lava, tosses it at King Babam.
2: <laughs> yeah, sets him on fire, and King Babam's like, "Oh shit."
1: Rest in peace Pringles <laughs> man
2: <laughs> Yeah basically Wow
1: uh, And then the, yeah, the Ice on the chain gets loose The prisoners start getting re-lowered uh, Luigi barely Like you know Tries to like hold on He falls off and Mario saves him Yeah My-
2: And then then, Mario's like, I told you if we're together, nothing bad can happen. And then once they land, Luigi's like, Mario, why do you look like a, what was it, like a a dog? He says something different. A bear, yeah, a bear. And yeah. Mario, why do you look like a bear?
1: One of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, dude. Every time I've gone back to watch it, it's the only scene that I'm like, fuck, dude. You know,
2: I, tears welling yeah. up. Dude. Dude, the brotherly love is real in this movie. Oh, I, yeah. And I, Josh said it earlier. I, I totally agree with him. Like, I'm really glad they didn't make Mario and Luigi have some kind of rivalry or like shit talk each other, because that would not have sold as That's well. Trophy. Nah, you know? it's
1: never ever yeah, been like that, that. in like... the RPGs that when they're together, like, whenever they get separated and they reunite, it's always Luigi running, running, hugging Mario and crying, <laughs> and Mario just giving him pats Aww. on the back, you know. That's yeah. sweet, yeah. yeah. I like that. That's really cool. Awesome. Huh. And then Bowser breaks out. He's fucking pissed. And he summons the Bonsai Bill.
2: <laughs> yeah. So wait, He's was like, this after the... Kingdom's gone.
0: Is this after the little moon or the little thing like blows up? Right? Am I forgetting that? bomb mom or what? No, it wasn't... The, you know, in the, the cage, the little like... The, Luma. I, I don't know what it was. I'm forgetting now. But the little thing the that kept saying like, nothing but the sweet, you know, can't wait for the sweet relief. Oh, she doesn't yeah, die. Luma.
2: Didn't she like no. blow up? No. Oh my God! She's, a, she's after. She's at the credit sequence. <sighs> the that's
0: me seeing it one time.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: That's Luma was upset they didn't <laughs> hit okay. the That's okay. I
2: dude. said. That's okay. I referenced um, wedding Bowser in 3D World. Yeah.
1: Gosh, guys. We're get up. on my level, jeez. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know. Yeah. Nestor's like, oh, I'm here with these bleeds. That's what, Thank God you're here, man. Thank goodness.
1: We got giant ass bonsai Bill about to nuke the Mushroom Kingdom. Mario slaps it in the eye with his Tanuki tail, gets him to chase him around the mushroom forest, leads it back to the pipe where that they came in through, goes in, destroys it, and the pipe starts imploding and pulling everything
2: into it. Yeah, pretty neat idea of way to, Dude, this movie follows so many of the same beats to me as this 1993 live-action one. Like, I know that movie gets shit, but holy crap, there's... See it's you're like calling. it's like the same because okay. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Shigeru Miyamoto he like helped work on that movie? No, didn't?
1: they didn't. They were they were hands
2: off. Okay, well I I feel like I have to be wrong since I'm talking to you. But I read that they sold the rights to the to the Mario movie for less money than they were offered, so that Miyamoto could have some involvement in the '93.
1: No, they. I'm not
2: saying he had the same amount, but
1: I think they sold it. Uh, for that much because they were offered the, uh, they were offered the royalties on like the toy sales.
2: Huh. Okay. I don't remember. I don't know. You're. I'm sure you're right. But either way, like the. Uh, I mean, you think about the 1993 one. It's like uh, Mario and Luigi. They are, you know, living regular life in Brooklyn. They they get in the van. That the van that's also breaking down, just like the one in in this movie, and they. Um, they're plumbers, and they go on jobs, and, uh, and, you know, in this one, they make a mistake because Pel- they don't make a mis- In the original, it's the Scapellis, the, the other plumbers Pel- that, like, sabotage them, but in this one, it's, like, the dog, and then they end up going, like, deep beneath Brooklyn, and the live-action one, they end up going through a portal in a wall that takes them to another dimension, which is... The mushroom kingdom except it's called dino hatton and then in this one they go through deep beneath brooklyn they go through a pipe and takes them to the mushroom kingdom now one looks like blade runner one actually looks like mario (laughs) but then they have like you know i mean in the live action one king koopa he wants not only does he want the meteorite but he does want to be with daisy and daisy is effectively peach in the original then you have in this one you have bowser who wants to be with peach and uh, he, he doesn't have the same desire to, like, bridge the dimensions that the other one had. But eventually, the dimensions do get fused a little bit at the end. And you have, like, uh, King Koopa coming in and turning uh, Scapelli into a monkey. monkey. Uh, um, and then you have, like, at the end of this movie, you was have... that, like, a uh, really
0: bad tease of Donkey Kong at the time? Like, well, I, don't, I can't imagine that correlated, but I imagine, yeah. It could have was... been
2: a lot of things. But uh, but yeah, I mean you have effectively like a lot of the same. I mean they meet Toad in their, in live action, they meet Toad in this one. Um, you know I don't know. There's they there really are do follow areas. They follow a, lot of, a lot of the same plot structure. Um, but anyways, getting to any what uh, Nestor was saying, they get pulled into Brooklyn, and um, well I'll just let you go for it because you have it more specifically. Oh yeah, dude. Uh, which Nestor, I,
1: bro, I was not expecting this to go back to Brooklyn. I I was expecting the boys to just I be stuck either. there.
2: Yeah. yeah, I liked this a lot, especially because you get to see Mario's and Luigi. Yeah, game the game and they, get they get to see them. They
0: get to see both of them be heroes. So that was that was. Yeah, yeah so they, they get pulled
1: into Brooklyn. Mario runs into a spike, was about to beat his ass for being standing in the road. <laughs> uh, Bowser's freaking castle like blows through the ground. Uh, Break on through to the other side.
2: Did you know Spike's original name was? Yes, Blackie? I did. <laughs> <laughs> They had to change it because a little racist sounding, even though... And, and he is a white character, which is interesting, but they they called him Blackie.
1: Same name as uh, Umbreon in Japanese for, you know, Pokemon.
2: Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh. So Bowser shows up in Bowser Brooklyn. Bowser shows up in Brooklyn. All,
1: beats the ever
2: crap out of Mario. <laughs> yep. He does. Mario's, like, literally sitting in that... And I knew this was going to happen when he gets thrown into the same shop. I believe it was Punch-Out Punch Pizzeria. Punch-Out Pizzeria. Right? he gets thrown into it against the same screen that they were watching their commercial air on at the beginning of the show. And and, and Mario's laying there like bruised up. And he's like, I, you know, he can tell he's like, I don't think I can do this. And then the TV like screws up and replays the part like, it's me and my brother Luigi set out to save save a Brooklyn, save save a Brooklyn, Brooklyn, Brooklyn. And he's like, (laughs) which is like, it's glitching. That's not actually exactly all it said in the original, but it's like, He's like, man, me and me and my brother, we do have to save Brooklyn, and that's where he gets the strength. And during this time, Donkey Kong, which I thought was really cool, Donkey Kong, like he's tougher than Mario, but not as tough as Bowser. So Donkey Kong's like, I'm gonna take on Bowser while Mario's out, and you see Donkey Kong out there like Background. going at Bowser. Yeah. And Bowser's like, ah, you know, they're fighting, and then once Mario comes back out, it's like Donkey Kong's getting his ass beat. The too. only
1: other time and, quick, uh, that we get yeah. one of the in-game Bowser voice clips to play too. I
2: thought that oh, was pretty cool. I was gonna say? I think. Yeah, oh yeah yeah yeah. Where he gets Oh, the like the yeah. like the angry kind of sound he makes. Yeah. Very cool. But uh yeah, take us forward here. I want to make sure you get cuz you'll get the Yeah,
1: everybody out, everybody's uh you know being being held at superior point. Uh Mario Mario comes back out, you know, he just doesn't know when to give up. Uh
2: yeah, Bowser says it again. He's like, you just don't know when to quit, do you? And he's like, I've been told that before. Yeah, by Peach earlier. Yeah, P-
1: Peach kicks the uh, the superstar out of Kamek's uh, magic, magical hold. Mario yeah. makes a mad dash for it. Bowser breathes fire. My boy comes in with the save.
0: Captain America. Yeah. Land. Dude, one of my favorite moments. One of my favorite. They,
2: they needed to give... I was like, what's he going to do? Where's Luigi? And then, yeah,
0: totally shows the brotherly up
2: love gives him chills. There's that part where Mario's like... Mario's like, he's about to get hit by fire, and he looks out, and like Luigi's got like the garbage can shield or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he's like, Luigi? And then I don't know what Luigi says back to him, but it's like a brotherly moment. And then... And then doesn't Mario like reach out for yeah. his hand, and then that's when they grab the star together? They
1: grab um, the star, is- and holy shit, dude. Coolest... Mi- remix of the su- of the Starman theme ever. What a cool moment. This is this is,
2: What a way yeah. to go out on this movie. Like it's such a You just season. like happy
0: laughing in the theater when you see this the first time. Oh, last dude. Or? Chills. Like Amazing. <sighs> yeah.
1: You guys ever well, Josh might not have, but have you seen uh Supermarket Bros E, Brian? Supermarket Bros
2: E. I don't know what that is. Z no uh, I don't know what that there is. were these
1: really cool like flash animations on um, on Newgrounds and it was basically Mario Luigi Sonic Shadow and Yoshi and it was uh, like Super Saiyan yeah it was like them versus like a bunch of their enemies and it was like Dragon Ball Z style choreographed fights with like their sprites from the games that's what we yeah, got cool. here we got yeah, a freaking yeah. Dragon Ball it, Z yeah, fight that- at the end of this movie dude <laughs>
2: Yeah, they went super sane with the star. I also I want to mention, I thought it was, I liked how, like, when they're starting to run after the star, Bowser has that very, like, moment we all experience from childhood where, like, you notice some other kids about to play with your toy, where Bowser's like, No, that's my star. And he's, like, freaking out and he's running as fast as he can. He can't get there quick enough. And I, I Bowser was just yeah, on dude. point at all times. Yeah,
1: time. tries to kick uh, him, They don't move.
2: Yeah, and then oh yeah, Super Saiyan kick their ass mode. Obviously, for me, big moment. Also, it's a big moment for Erica. Was um, Bowser by, by the tail, tail sixty
1: four.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that was that had to be there. That had to be there for me. So that was awesome. Um, yeah, but they just started kick, uh, beating the shit. And that, wasn't there like a slow mo portion too, where he like he fights like a Hammer Bro and like a couple other guys? Well, the, I
1: slow The slow mo bit was when like all the stuffs falling in, into the street. Like when when the castle pops up.
2: Oh, that wasn't when they were. No, infinite, when they when they're when they're beating the
1: crap stuff. out okay. of all those minions. That's all in regular time, and it's cool because you get to see okay. Luigi save uh, save Spike from the from the shy guys. He grabs the back of the shy guys' like mask. Fucking elastic pulls it, lets yeah. it go. You hear the little round. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, that's good. I like that. And then, yeah, they. they um, but yeah, so what? So what kind of sums up with them? Because they they spin him into like up in the air, and then they kick him down into his like Bowser Castle type deal, and then they go up there with Peach, and he's like incapacitated, and then they shove the small mushroom in his mouth. <laughs> Did I, I miss I think this or whole
0: sequence for me personally. Was the moment I feel like I realized, like this movie has got that, like it's got that it factor, like where it, it's it's gonna go over well. Like you know what I mean. Like some movies, like you might get that feeling right away. Some of them you don't get it at all, you know. But like you know, I can think of any point, like Jurassic Park, where you see that iconic scene with the Brachiosaurus, you know, and it plays the the theme and everything like that. Iconic moment where you're like, oh wow, this movie's something. And there's a lot of it scattered throughout this movie. But at least for me, not like having played a lot of the games prior. Um, when it gets to this final climactic moment, I was like, "Man, like this movie's like." I, you know, I haven't talked to Jeff or Irwin yet, who were sitting next to me, but I'm like, "This
2: movie's so much fun." It's got yeah, it. you get yeah, and this is this is where his 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 parents come out and they're like, "That's, that's my, my boys, boy. that's that's exactly my boys! How I felt." Dude. And
1: then you, <laughs> my boys,
2: and then you saw the dog out there, and the dog was like. You know like, like a smile I like,
0: Oh yeah dude You know the dog's like, <laughs> okay, cool now. Squirrels his mustache He's like you may
2: destroy my bathroom but you saved my house <laughs> It's like you we're know. good now uh, So what, what? where does it go forward next Nestor I know we're getting right at the end Yeah
1: of. so you know you get the The shot of them Saving, saving the city uh, On a newspaper and then uh, Mario and Luigi Waking up in their What you think is their their like apartment with their folks, you know, clanking coffee yep. mugs. That's what I thought. They step outside and they live in the Mushroom
0: Kingdom, baby. Yeah, love this. So moment. awesome. Love this moment. Uh, I, know, I was so happy with this uh, ending. I, you know, I didn't know what to expect uh, when it was going into that, like you said. And you get that reveal, and I'm like, oh my god, man. Now they're all happy and stuff. They're doing better. I was like, look at this character development. Hour and a half. People want to critique this movie? Shut up. You know what I mean? There was some character development in this. Look at the journey they just went on. Now our boys are happy at the end. What's next? You know? Like, what's next? Give me six more Mario movies. I'm ready to marathon them. Hell yeah, dude. You know, and then we... (laughs) I love happy endings like this stuff. I like when everything turns out fine in the end. That's the kind of person I am. So, like, that played right into, like, my shtick. You know, I loved it. And then, uh,
1: the cast credits starts rolling. Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I think this was the sweetest part, too. This is like, the this was the last thing that, like, really, like, sealed the deal for me. And, like, like legit almost made me cry was, was seeing Satoru Iwata's name at the end for the credits. Mm. yeah, yeah. I, he's uh, he's that? the ex-president of nintendo he was there he was there he, he, passed, yeah, he away. passed away in 20 2016 yeah right before the launch of the switch okay and uh super oh man yeah we could do a whole episode on him alone josh
2: was it 2016 i think it was 2015 maybe i think you might be right he but right because around because I, <laughs> not to get super real here right now but I li- literally the story I told Josh before where I like got super depressed before Force Awakens came I was super depressed. Mm-hmm. I remember like, I mean, I was in a seriously clinically depressed, like really awful state for weeks, and I was bawling she my was eyes rough. out d- day after day. And I remember the, uh, um, this is why I know it's 2015, I remember the Game Awards came on, and my dad was like, do you want to watch the Game Awards with your brother? Like, I was currently cr- sobbing. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I do." <laughs> like, my dad left the room. My brother came down, and and I tried to like stop crying so that I could be around Crate and my brother without crying. And we watched the Game Awards together. And like, right to, not too long into the show, Jeff Keeley was like, I "Just want to take a moment to like remember Awada or whatever." And I was like, "Because wada had just died," and I was like, mm-hmm. "And the thing, my depression was like predicated on death." Right then, like I was mm-hmm. so concerned with death, so like. I was like, "Damn! Like I did not need to hear this right now. Like a Wad is gone. Like this is so sad." <laughs> yeah. But yeah, 2015. Yeah, but anyways, <laughs> um,
1: uh, yeah. Like I said, I could just go on about this guy forever. Like one of my one of my personal heroes, like master programmer, like the sweetest dude ever. Like I, like when the Wii U was doing really bad, um, he convinced uh, his executives and himself to take pay cuts so they wouldn't fire anybody. Yep, I remember that. Yeah. Wow, man. So like, wow. Yeah, that's
2: something you don't get. From real, American real lead companies. by example, dude. Right.
1: Like he he was he made yeah. games before he was the CEO of Nintendo. So like he knew what it was like to be in the trenches.
2: Yeah. And wow. And wasn't it? Isn't he credited with like, even though he passed away beforehand, wasn't he the one leading Nintendo to their like resurgence of success? With, with yeah, the Switch? man.
1: He he was he was right there with the Switch. Like he was right there with a lot of like like. I mean, you still see his name pop up in credits here and there. He had his hand
0: in a lot so of stuff. I see why. I see why that was an emotional moment for you then. That guy was like a, a heart and soul. I mean, he was a, a
2: if Josh, like honestly, I think if if you because like you said, you kind of just ignored Nintendo stuff for many years, but like a mm-hmm. water you me. would you would have been super familiar with him because water was the guy you saw in all the presentations and, and directs. And okay, stuff so every I probably year. have seen him at least. I just yeah, he's from. got glasses. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Uh. Yeah. You'd remember. Him yeah. Clifford. Man. Wow. But. Um. Well, yeah. Very sweet. Now moment. the back back into the movie the the part I, I another part I found really funny to shocked me was just like I can't remember if it was like some credits had played I think and then like the luma comes out and the Luma's just oh yeah that was right the before void. the credits start okay and then the luma just floats closer to the screen and it's like you know what's left except the endless abyss of nothing and it's like
1: <laughs> just so kind of makes you want it's to play like, saxophone huh
2: yeah and then uh, and the okay. just starts playing it yeah it's really cool and then we get to the mid credit scene which is the other half of the infamous uh, Bowser singing uh, this is where he I believe this is the only part where he actually sings the like a thousand troops of Koopas couldn't keep me from yeah. you yeah yeah so this was really good and then it turns out he's just playing the piano a mini piano inside the cage in the Mushroom Kingdom and one of the toads pokes him and he's like do you know who I <laughs> no, Toad doesn't care. Lights out. So, do you guys think the sequel features him still as oh, the yeah. main
0: villain, or do we.
2: Oh, he's got to be in the sequel. Yeah. Well, well I mean, do you think right? he's the
0: main antagonist still, or do you think they're bringing. No, he's still the still main think antagonist. Yeah. So. Okay.
2: Now, several movies in the future, he could end up happening. Yeah, for
1: sure. I could see. But. Oh. Yeah. So, post-credit scene, like the actual post-credit scene, is the the sewers of Brooklyn. Where the pipe was, you get uh, an orchestrated piece of the castle theme from Super Mario World. Yeah, yeah, the castle theme from Super Mario World, and you get a Yoshi egg, and it's really like specifically Super Mario World because that's the game that's the first game you could ride Yoshi in.
2: And I want the cape needs to be there oh, yeah. in the next movie. I want
1: the cape. so the the whole the whole story behind. Uh, Mario World is that they're on a the vacation to Dinosaur Island. So I'm like, okay, vacation. Who else was in a vacation game? That was Toadsworth's first that was Toadsworth's first appearance in Mario Sunshine. They could they could mix yeah. Mario World and Sunshine. Sunshine has Yoshis too. Introduce Bowser Jr., introduce Toadsworth.
2: So we're never gonna get a proper sixty four version on screen then, probably.
0: Probably <laughs> not.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which I take it you you would really like, Brian?
2: I mean, that's my favorite Mario... I mean, that's that's in my top 15, 20 games of all time, period. Um, that's that's the only Mario game that cracks my top list. Um, nuts. But, but but to be fair, the Mario 64 is kind of a plain-jane Mario experience, so they've kind of already covered it in a sense. Like, you fight Bowser, you save Peach, you spin his tail around. Like, they've paid enough homage. Well, I'm shit, kidding. I would take like a... Bomb-Bomb's there. King Super Bomb-bom. Mario
0: 64 movie that's like Alice in Wonderland-like of him jumping in paintings and stuff. I would eat that up. Yeah. Give I don't think that'll aesthetic. happen,
2: but yeah. But, but it'd be a like, lot cooler. Yeah, it'd be, it'd be cool. But yeah, I think uh, next
1: movie will probably be a combo of Mario Sunshine, Mario World, and maybe Yoshi's Island.
2: Okay. Yeah, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome. They've done such a great job. And and also, it was just yesterday, officially on record, um, Miyamoto saying, there will be be more nintendo movies coming it's happening yeah i'm telling you man yeah it sounds
0: like the process in and uh, uh workman i don't know what to call it but the uh the dynamic between them and illumination was just yeah super easy
1: Not so. they got that they got the head dude of illumination on their board of directors now and actually kind of actually, well, actually I real, real, funny how-
0: real quick the
1: luma was played by that dude's daughter it was like a six-year-old i think
2: ah that's awesome oh yeah. really
0: that's See, it's really so cool. cool to get the context of this stuff.
2: Well, I like seeing that Illumination just totally built up their name and their reputation, you know, primarily through Despicable Me and Minions, but also through other things like Secret Life of Pets and Sing and all that. And they, they built this reputation enough to to where Nintendo felt comfortable, like, partnering with them. And then, let's be real here, like, their biggest movie of all time is going to be the Mario movies. And it's because they built that reputation, and now they have this, I think they have this, under. I have to imagine they have this understanding of, like, hey... You know, we're Illumination, we know how to make these movies, we're Nintendo, we care about the property, and we both know that there is a shitload of money on the table here if we just take the time to do it right. You know what I mean? Like, they did, They weren't hoping that this movie would make three or four hundred million. They were thinking, oh, we'll probably hit a billion, if not more.
0: Pretty yeah, interesting to see how well stuff can go when you actually pay attention to the source material and don't try to be too different yeah, man, from I mean, it. I mean, you know, like... <laughs> <the> Oh,
2: like, dude, I love I Hay- so favorite much, character. In of Halo Regis is my key, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm so glad that back when we were reviewing that, Josh, because like, we were very much staying in our like stereotypical sacred icon positive selves. But when it came to brass tacks, we gave it our honest review score, and they were low. Yeah. And mine has stayed the same. I think I gave it a 4 out of 10. Josh's has went from, like, I think he was at a three, and he's at, like, a one now. So Josh's went down over time. It's pretty bad. <laughs> but, it's pretty uh, bad. But if people enjoyed it, that's awesome. And I can't It has wait. to Season mean something. Regardless. It has to say something, the fact that I asked for the 4K series for Christmas, and I got it. And I haven't watched it still, and it's almost May. Like, yeah. And I'm a person who, like, re-watches, replays things a lot like that. Like, I want to re-watch it, but I never actually... Want to use my time to on on the Halo TV <laughs> series, so. Well, back on but the dude, Illumination with- bit, though, I had to say real quick
0: that like hey, I think ahead. this Mar this franchise, wherever they take it, is definitely going to put them on the map because Illumination's still kind of relatively like new in the animation department uh, Are uh, they? you know well yeah you have dreamworks who's been there since the like late 90s you have disney who's been there for all time and oh it's only in the like i don't even think illumination's 20 years old i don't, yet. i don't so, think so i mean think they're you're still, right that it's not 20 years it's old. they're still relatively new despite them being around for like 10-ish years but i mean this is i mean they've had some successful movies obviously but like i feel like this is going to be another one that adds to them like being deemed in that same stratosphere. It's like the sad life.
2: thing is, I'm pretty sure their most successful movie of all time before this was Minions, yeah, the first one. And it's actually in the top like 25 highest-grossing mm-hmm. movies of all time for Minions.
1: But I mean, Miyamoto said he's on a mission to make Mario as widely recognizable as Mickey Mouse. And yeah, like I said, man, they got movies, they I'd got, say he's on the they right got track. theme parks Do You guys,
0: they got games. Do you guys? Think, I was going to say, uh, do you guys think there's any possible chance, I mean, given, you know, what what is it that, what's the theme park? What's a is universal. A Super yeah. Mario World? Okay. But yeah, you have that that just launched recently. You have this movie that came out and is doing amazing. Do you guys think we see a new Mario game this year, or at least a Mario game of some kind, uh, or Donkey Kong? There is
2: a heavy rumor on Resetera, which doesn't mean it's true, but a lot of times they are, that um, they're announcing at the end of this year the, ne- the new Switch, and a new Mario, full Mario follow-up to Odyssey, which it has been, what, six yeah. years come this this fall. Because I think Odyssey. on the
1: red carpet, they asked Miyamoto, like, hey, where's the Mario game to go along with the movie? And he just said, just keep an eye on the Nintendo Directs.
2: Yeah. Ooh, I like It'll that. It'll be cool to see. I, I, it's going to be hard to follow up Odyssey because I feel like, I feel like culturally, the opinion is 64 was amazing. Sunshine let people down. Galaxy was amazing. 3D World let people down. Odyssey was amazing. So it's like, are they going to do amazing twice in a row? Or is it going to be a letdown thing? And I'm not even saying the letdown means bad. Because for me, Super Mario 3D World, some of my best mm-hmm. Mario memories. And that's a newer title. Like That's such a great game. But it's not that open world type of adventure Mario game that people and I, expect. And
1: I love Sunshine. Like, I fucking love Sunshine. But I get where people are coming from when, you know, they call it frustrating. It's hard for me to play it,
2: man. It's yeah. hard to go it's back tough.
1: to. You you I think you'd like it Josh. You you'd get by just on
0: the vibes. I watched you you put a documentary in there like in the Discord like it's probably like a month ago now maybe but like I watched a good a good portion of that on Super Mario Sunshine. So I liked what I saw of it. I mean I can tell it's different coming off of I played 16.
2: a lot in my childhood but I was more willing to be frustrated as a kid. Like I would frustrate my way through the game. Now I'm just like I play something and like I use the flood to try to navigate and it screws up and I die and then I lose my lives and I get a game over and I'm like, nope, I'm not playing <laughs> you anymore. Done. I'm done. Do you guys think there is a chance that we'll see like another like 3D All Stars
0: that has like Lost Galaxy or Galaxy 2 and uh, some other games on there or no?
2: Zero. Yeah. I, let me ask this one first, Nestor. <laughs> Zero chance that's going to happen. Here's my theory I think I'm right about though. When Super Mario 3D All Stars was announced, they announced it as. It's only going to be on sale for a limited time, both physically and digitally. And tons of articles were made about it because people were like, why the hell is Nintendo artificially creating this shortage? Mm -hmm. And no one knew why. And then not too long after, they announced the Switch Online game, Game Pass thing where you can download games, and one of those games with Super Mario 64. So I think what happened was they were in production on the 3D All-Stars thing before they fully committed to the idea of forcing that stuff behind a subscription service. Mm, and then once going. they put it out, they were like, oh, we're gonna have it be limited sales so we can get our money out of it, but also force people in the subscription service. So I think you'll never be able to get those things in a package like that again, which sucks, because I personally do not like Nintendo's online service at all. I just don't don't like it. I'm sure Nestor, you probably love it, but I. I, mean, I yeah, it's, it. It's it's fine. Like can't own the games to me is cruel because there's no reason why there could yeah, be an option because like Sony's doing it. it and you have to you know, yeah, and you have to like if you if you have shitty like internet or hiccups, it's it's I don't know. There's just input lag and stuff like that. Um, but Josh, you got to get a 3D All Stars copy. It's only going to go up in price, man. You got to get one. <laughs> you said you want one.
0: I'm looking into it. So. But, uh, yeah, we'll see. More on that soon, hopefully. But, yeah, I really, really want it. Super Mario 64, I really, really want to play. I was watching a documentary on that and seeing how speedrunners played that, doing the side flip, doing that uh, backwards, backwards like, jump jump, glitch up the stairs. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and... uh, it was just
0: phenomenal I mean the game looks super fun to play Josh
2: if you want because you said it make, like you're not comfortable with it I can go on Facebook Marketplace go and purchase the game for you at like 75, 80 bucks brand new sealed bring it home and then ship <laughs> it to you Brian's a real it, G he would do that for me I mean I'll ship it changed, to you But I'll ship it to you and then you can just refund me the total
0: well, I'll keep that offer in mind. I appreciate that. I'm talking to someone right now about potentially getting that. So I
2: like how you said that. I was like, it's like sounds like a dating prop, a dating proposition. I'm talking to like someone right now about Super Mario All Stars. About 3- getting a copy of 3D All Stars.
0: <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, the breakup happens. Like I was just with you for the 3D All Stars. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> but yeah, we get uh-huh. we finish that scene and the the egg cracks right, and it's, you hear it's, the it's supposed to be the
1: Yoshi right? at the end and
0: yeah
2: cuts the black. Yoshi! Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing, so, amazing tease. To wrap this up again, guys, into wrap these well, kind of, nuts, Josh, you, and a you you soft shell, bodies, but I guess, I guess that's fine because bird, you know, put a little Josh, cheese on there. hit me up with the sound. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: when you know Brian's a little peeped.
2: <laughs> if you, if you're, you go to Best Buy, okay, and there is one copy of Super Mario Three D All Stars on the shelf at regular look. retail price. Yes, and $60. you go to grab it. You go to grab it, and the second your hand touches it. A little five-year-old boy's hand touches it as well, and his mother's behind him. And she gives you this look like, you're an adult, you're going to let my son have this copyright. Hit me up with the sound of how you handle the situation. Oh, he wants this copy. He must be looking for Super Mario Odyssey. It's right
0: up here. Let me give you that. Oh, and there's also Super Mario 3D World with Bowser's Fury. Two-in-one combo. I heard Bowser's Fury. No, I
2: want this one. This one, Mom. I came here for this one.
0: This one has excessive violence. You're not going to want him to play that He's lying, Mom. Trust me. No, I promise. I'm an adult. Here's my license. You can tell on my birth date.
2: If none of that works, would you just grab it and sprint to the checkout lane? Oh. Oh, yeah i'd probably uh
0: in, in the like okay if i was like as a mario character i would grab it donk him on the head jump on top of his mom's head do a backflip across the aisles and i would like run over do a mad dash I, well i might get like a pickup if there's something there like a little snack but then i'll run over to the checkout lane and they'll ask me if i want to sign up for the best buy credit card no thank you don't ever want <laughs> that and then i'll get it get it in the bag and i'll i'll do that like run like mario does where they, they he puts his arms behind his back and i'll just <laughs> sprint
2: to my car And the mom's like, help, that man stole our copy. You're like, you didn't even even purchase it. And I'm like, no, I didn't. I got a receipt. I paid for it. I own it now. I got it. I was And the kid's crying, and Josh just walks out there smug as hell. (laughs) (laughs) That's me. That's Uh, me. Happy I got my uh,
0: copy. I'll I'll get on the podcast. I'll be like, guess what, guys? I got a copy of Super Mario 3D All-Stars. But
2: you're not going to believe how I got it. I (laughs) I stole it from this kid. (laughs) This is going to take a whole episode. Yeah. Um, I don't remember. You know, I didn't re-listen back to remember what we all said from the end. So this will be interesting for you guys listening. If you listen part one and part two, I'll ask it's kind of the same questions. I'll ask kind of the same questions again, and we'll give our opinions. Um, we, me and Nestor have seen it again since then. Josh, you know, he he's not a true fan. Not a so true fan. It. Not a true so, fan. Um, I'm not a but uh, it or anything Nestor, like One it. more time before we get out of here. Uh, least favorite part of the movie. Favorite part of the movie. Objective score and. Subjective. Yo, horror.
1: least favorite part, Francis the dog, man. Let him fall out the window, yep, bro. Who cares?
2: <laughs> Why? Josh is like, <laughs> no will get of children. That's like, dogs can die. <laughs> get him out of here. Yep, that's my least favorite part too. All right, favorite favorite part, part
1: of the movie. bros reuniting, dude. I love me yep. some Mario RPGs that had that written all over it.
2: Very cool.
1: And uh
2: Um yeah, great. my my favorite part is is just the bros sharing brotherly love. It doesn't matter which part, but like to me every time that happened, my heart went out yeah, to the dude. movie. You, you so left this, you, oh yeah, power for wanting
1: more and that's a good thing.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah. Subjective objective score, Nestor. I don't know if you remember what you said last time, but give subjective
1: a ten out of ten. Love this movie. Favorite movie of all time. Seen it four times. I want to watch it at least one more time in theaters. And that, you know, just like how Lord of the Rings was your background movie whenever you were doing stuff, that's my background movie, dude. I'm going to have that on at all yeah, times. You have,
2: that's cool you remember that. That's yeah. cool you remember that. I remember talking. There was this girl that I was obsessed with for years. We talked for years. She liked me. I liked her, but it never, it just never went anywhere. I never made a proper move. We hung out a couple times, and it was awkward. And But we would text all the time, and she'd be like, what are you doing? And then I'd be like, watching Lord of the Rings. And the truth is, I was always, like, also playing World of Warcraft or something but I always had Lord of the Rings going on on my TV, and by the time we didn't work out, I'm sure she just knew me as the guy who pathetically watched Lord of the Rings daily, you know, because I did <laughs> or watch thought it. that was
0: some excuse or something.
2: I literally would, I remember I'd wake up, I'd start fellowship, and then like, by the time I went to bed, I was already partway through fellowship again. I'd already finished Two Towers, Return of the King, and then I'd just keep going over and over and over again. The cycle. But uh, objective score, Nestor, I think you gave yeah, it an eight. it's still at an eight. For objective, yep. Yep, I'm at an eight. Objective, subjective, I'd go nine i don't know what i see yeah yeah subjective nine objective eight like i said same i have the same favorite and the same least favorite part is Nestor. so almost the same as Nestor, except he he's a, it's his favorite film of all time he's at a 10 so and i what believe you, josh i believe it i, I believe know he said
0: in the last episode of some people say that and we're kind of like ah come on it's too soon that's but our no, big genuinely one of me and josh's it. biggest peeves so yeah cool because i i will know people that'll be like I think I think that might have been the best movie I've ever seen. That's that's the that's the that's the be- that's a ten out of ten. It's perfect. Listen, you listen know, man, we'll,
1: I had a we'll, lot of friends who had uh, you know dads or uncles that worked at Nintendo as a kid. All right, Pissed me the hell off. So I oh, I always man. present myself as
0: authentically as I possibly can. No, you, yeah. and you do a great job. You do a great it means, job. Yeah, and I believe it. I genuinely. <laughs> Josh, you look like Trump there. And you do
2: a Wait, great really job. Okay, job. You do a great job okay. job. okay. Okay. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, I got a triple I threat have, of Trump. I triple have yeah, Trump. This triple That's something nobody asked for in this Mario episode.
0: If it wasn't a Mario episode, that would just take the name right there: triple threat Trump. And They're like, what is that?
2: What Watch, is there's that? gonna be, there's gonna be a segment in a future Illumination Mario movie where they run into a businessman and it's like an Illumination like Trump looking guy. Like it's not gonna be it's Trump, like a but it's
0: recreation of the scene from Home Alone 2, Lost in New York.
2: Yeah, basically, <laughs> I helped this kid find his way. No. Um, but uh, yeah, Josh. So where are you at? Um, objective. Uh, subjective.
0: Least favorite scene was, uh, I guess I'd have to probably pick that. I mean, you guys have kind of like, especially going through the plot beats. I mean, that scene with the dog and everything. I mean, while I did laugh, like when the when he broke the toy or whatever. Um, yeah, the rest of it, it did feel a bit out of place. I see where you guys are coming from. So I would probably say that my favorite scene was just. The whole donkey kingdom initial sequence of them arriving there take on me playing it just amazing amazing I got you know I was oh, I was wow. like oh It's even
2: worse that Erica said that's where the music didn't <laughs> yeah
0: finish. I know that's a banger of a song I don't know what she's talking about it's crazy but um but hey it's each of their own
2: um let's see uh you subjective- what, but Josh you'll you'll love this you know how in the Lego movie when I laughed at Abraham Lincoln you thought yeah. that was hilarious that I, I love that I always think of you. I, there was a moment like that that would have totally happened again if you were in the theater with me. Whenever at the, your favorite part of the movie when the the main the Kong dude, the random Kong dude, I don't know his name, when he's driving them on the cart and he drops them he drops them off at the throne room. He drops them off, they get off and then he spins around and he jumps he goes off the edge yeah. and then after he goes off the edge like his his like kite thing comes out again, the glider. <laughs> that made yeah. me laugh cuz I don't oh, know yeah. it's just like they paid so much attention as to make sure they show you in the background, they show him leaving and then like sailing away. I <laughs> that made me laugh, but yeah,
0: no, that would have made me laugh. But, it, the, dude, it's funny. I see. I've seen people say too that like they don't feel like. The budget that some of these movies get, like for the Illumination movies, like some of the minion stuff, they don't need that kind of budget in these movies. But at the same time, you look at this movie and you think about how many Easter eggs Nestor has mentioned throughout this episode and oh, so the, the prior background. one. Yeah. All the things he's caught in the background that are not just the focus of the movie, but they're for people who are going to take the time to like analyze this it stuff. It makes the I movie
2: mean, feel it, so much more full. It's more like so much yeah. more content rich. yeah. So Josh, you're getting your objective-subjective.
0: Yes, yeah, subjective is uh, I gotta give it, I think a 9 out of 10 i yeah. was at. i think i wasn't an eight or maybe i was a seven but i mean just uh, maybe it's like just a nintendo resurgence for me uh, but definitely not well, that's attitude. the
2: great thing about splitting your scores in the subjective objective right like it when you say subjective it doesn't matter what score you say there's it's there's the no fun factor to, that's just there's, there's no reason to judge you right yeah. there's no reason to be like wow you're dumb because it's right. like it's subjective yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I, I had a blast with this movie, and I don't typically go – since I go to the movie theaters often, I don't typically rewatch movies. I mean Avatar was probably the most recent one, Way of Water, but um, this one is super rewatchable, especially because of the time too doesn't require that much. And it's yeah. not – because of the pace, it's not that much uh, – it's never boring, you know? And uh, it's just super fun to watch, man. I mean, I saw a video on TikTok the other day. I think I posted it in the Discord. But this guy literally goes in front of a yeah. crowd in the theater, dressed up as Mario. And he's like, welcome, everybody, to the Super Mario Brothers movie. He's like, <laughs> everybody say Yahoo! And you hear the Yahoo! And you hear a bunch of kids saying it, too. And it, like, almost made me emotional, like, when I watched it. Because, like... You know, I remember when I was that little and if I saw someone like that, like if I went to see Mortal Kombat and I saw someone dressed up, you know, in like as Raiden or something and was like everybody say fighter, you know, fatality. You know, I would have just went fatality, you know, I would have been so immersed in it and it
2: would have added to the experience, you know,
0: like just shapes the- go
2: go ahead. Can you and me now? Can you and me now dress up as 1993 Mario and Luigi? And go to movie theaters and be like, "Trust the fungus, <laughs> dude." Absolutely. See if the kids see if the kids say it back, you know, dude. Eh, 100, trust the fungus,
0: one hundred percent. You know how we talked about before about how like they were gonna be stuff on YouTube of people doing a retrospective of that movie as this one was coming out. Well, I've listened to a bunch of those at work, and everyone always prefaces which how it's not received well. That movie has a genuine cult following. It oh, had it a fan made comic that was a seat that
2: acted as a sequel to it. Yeah, like that. There's that's pop. Popular now. anybody who's interested in learning everything there is to know about the 1993 super mario bros movie go to the super mario bros. they have all the deleted scenes all the cast interviews. Yeah, everything. they, they make set
1: make up a museum make.
0: recently to show up props on the movie in texas yeah, yeah. i genuinely
2: love that movie
0: uh I objective do. score though of i think it's seven out of ten uh three out of five i think is what i gave it nice um I think it's just a good movie. I, it's hard to really criticize a movie like this. The target demographic is kids, and adults can enjoy it too because of you know just where Nintendo
2: began, and so I, I mean, mean it's it really appeals to everybody. But there's an interesting question, right? Like let's 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 be very stereotypical and say, for like a traditional adult, let's say a tr- old school traditional adult, let's say they decide when they turn eighteen, they're too old for video games, right? Mm-hmm. How old would you have to be? To have not been in an age group where you would have played Mario. Because Mario is like 40 years old. 80, 80, 1983. 40 years old is when Mario first came around. Is that right, Nestor? I yeah. believe. close. I looked I it, it up so. the other day. Yeah. <clears throat> so, you would have had to be, if I'm going off that stereotypical like numbers game, you would have had to be 18 in 83 for this to not, appeal to you in some way, right? So like 80, let's say that'd be 80, 15, uh, 65. So if you were born in 1965 or earlier, there's a potential chance that you were never there for like, you were never age appropriate for, the site guide stuff. Right.
0: kind of, of missed Mario. you by. Yeah, passed you by.
2: So. Um, so, I mean, at 65, I mean, you'd have to be, what's that, 35, 50, you'd be almost 60 years old to potentially, and that's only just potentially never have exposure to Mario. Likely, there's people in their 60s, 70s, 80s, whatever, who still played or experienced Mario either themselves or through their children. So, there's just a huge demographic for pretty much almost anyone living right now. There's a decent chance they had an exposure to Mario. So.
0: Yeah, and I, I like I definitely agree with that. Like in a lot of ways, even though I say it's like it's more tailored toward kids, like every, it applies to everyone. I just think like nowadays, uh, like the hubris of people our age is thinking that things are still made for them when they're not. Like, and that's why you see guys like our age that are like, "Oh, it's too many member berries," even though that's exactly what they want, and then they get Josh. it, and they hate it. You know, it's all that fan service <laughs> stuff. And it's like you take for example, the, like there's a scene in this movie. And you guys can correct me if I'm wrong if I'm missing something here but like it's established pretty early on in this movie that like you know we get the flashback of Peach kind of arriving you know and it seems to imply that you know, they well they say, you know, she's the only human in that kingdom. Yet when Toad sees Mario, there's no reaction to him like seeing another human in there. It's not like some big deal, well, like he knows it seems Peach, to be implied. I mean, well, that's what I'm saying. Like Peach is apparently the only human he's ever seen, but when he sees his second human, it's not some big deal to him. He doesn't react to it. So I mean, stuff like that is what stuff like... What you're
2: saying is while Luigi's <laughs> Right.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but uh, stuff like that is the kind of stuff people our age would like nitpick and criticize. But I just can't. Like, I mean, in some way, that's that's like a fair point. But it's like this is a damn kids movie, and I played the original Nintendo when I was a kid, sitting crisscross applesauce in front of our big TV. But you know, this is made for a new generation, and I'm so happy to be a part of it and enjoy the heck out of it. And it's like made me all the more into Nintendo. Like, literally, if you ask me today, like Brian will love this. If you ask me today where I would rank the consoles and just the brands. Nintendo's at the top, Sony in the middle, Xbox at the bottom. Xbox, what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, I love them, but Xbox is always not not even my even favorite. <laughs> but I'm so into Nintendo right now that, like, it's just at peak enthusiasm. Like, I've reached a point, i crossed a threshold, guys, where, like, anytime there's a new Nintendo Direct or, like, new news, I'm going to be paying attention to it. And I'm going to be getting excited, even if I'm not super interested. Whereas it was just a casual thing. Like, I'll go read the Twitter updates on that type of thing before. Now,
2: not anymore. So at this point, what, it's, couldn't it's Microsoft really just make make more money just running releasing their games and running Game Pass off of PC and not investing all the money into the console? Like, who knows? Just, I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to poo poo on them. I'm just. I mean, I'm joking. They just but, like, have
0: nothing. I just. It's just crazy. Dude. I'm just seeing. You know. I mean, look at look at Nintendo, who has taken this property that they've had since the '80s, that was essentially what established them. You know, and now they have a movie. And this movie is so successful. They they've, they they bounced back from some consoles that didn't do too well. They bounce back from a movie that, if I'm not mistaken, was technically the first video game movie that yeah. Yeah. released. And it didn't yeah. do it didn't do well based at all. on a video game. It, it was cool the first following. movie
2: based on a video game.
0: Right. But nobody but remembers before. it being well. And now they have this, and it's broken all the records we talked about throughout this episode and the last. Uh, so, I mean, 7 out of 10 for me is just, you know, because like the biggest thing for me is probably the breakneck pacing. I'm just tired of seeing that trend in movies, and I don't feel like that gives a lot of growth to character exposition. But this movie also doesn't really need it because what you get is enough to establish these characters, make them all identifiable. They're super fun. I think if you're somebody who is going to see this movie for the first time and you have no preconceived notions of what Mario, Nintendo, or any of that is, you know, I'm going to go see that Nintendo movie, you know. This is a movie that can get people interested to want to go buy a Nintendo Switch. That you know, it's a system seller, it's a game seller. This is like, you know, it, like it, it's accessible, and I love that about it. And uh, I can't wait for the next one because of it. I, I can't wait to see people that are getting excited for it who weren't previously excited. You know, like parents. Like uh, eventually, there's going to be a point when Brian takes River to certain movies he couldn't give a darn less about, but he's going to take her to because she wants to see it.
2: What's oh, exciting is I might be able to take her to her first movie. could be like the same yeah, this. Yeah. Popular.
0: So, I mean, that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. It's just a cool concept. But, it, you know, there could be something like that that would register for you, you know, that might already register for her. that's But that's happening with this movie for other people. And I just – I love seeing how many families were in there. You know, like it was Jeff, Irwin, and I as three adults, uh, you know, in, all in our 30s. And we're watching this movie, having a great time. But you see so many kids in there and you see so many families and people of all ages are going to see that movie. It's just – It's nice to see a movie like this do well, and I'm so used to seeing movies get ripped apart nowadays that are like franchises or at least are some derivative of some IP. And now you're just seeing this movie like fully embraced. Like the argument has like changed. When you saw that Rotten Tomato score, it's changed, and people are basically saying, "Shut up, you like aged out critics that just are so out of touch. You don't understand. You know, like it's it's funny
2: to see that. It's gonna be so annoying when like we're like five movies deep, and like Rotten Tomatoes has given every Nintendo property movie a Rotten Tomato, but then suddenly they give their first ever ninety eight percent critical darling Fresh Tomato, and it's the Game and Watch movie. (laughs) We're like, dude, come." Get real. They'll be talking about how artistic it is and how brilliant it is. It's like, dude, come on. Stop it. Stop the madness here. Uh, Josh, what uh, what would you say? You said that you know Mario's setting records. If there was a record that a Halo TV series set first, what record do you think it was?
0: Uh, biggest fumble in the history of video game adaptations.
2: Ooh.
0: Bro, it was literally written for well, him, dude. it just they had no excuse. I mean, yeah, like I'll just say it real quick. It's in a. It's a show that's in 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 it has an identity crisis. It doesn't know what type of show it wants to be. It feels like it feels like it has to be a Halo show, but it doesn't want to be that at all. And it it tries to pay homage to certain things, but it does it in the most backwards Chief way possible. He kind of acts
2: like Bowser in that, movie. And, like he like he's always upset and like emotional.
0: Well, yeah, I just trying to get the girl for a rival I can yeah. get past so much in that Halo show, but it just—I don't even think some things work as a show. I don't think Halo does. I just don't. Last of Us, beautiful makes. Would have been a good sense. movie, a good two-hour Denny Villeneuve movie. I, I yeah, I would have loved to have gotten. You know, when we get to the flood reveal, and to them, to see them adapt that and really take it and go tonally horror with it for a little bit, like. I would have loved to have seen that.
2: Thank you, 343. Thank you, thank you, Microsoft. Season 2, the flood's going to be like a bullet that Master Chief shoots out of a cannon. Like, it's not actually the flood. Like, it's just like a it's like a living bullet yeah. that he shoots. Well, you know?
0: you know, you make me think of something else, though. and that, Considering that that show kind of tanked, I think, universally. Man, I, know, I, know it has I love its fans. the Mario
2: 1993 movie so much more than the Halo TV series. Holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah,
0: me too. But considering that, you know, was something that people were really anticipating and it didn't do well, it's so nice to see this go yeah. well. You know, and I, I'm biased, but if you asked me if I had to choose between the two, which was, which did I want to do well, at least right now, I would say this movie just because of how accessible it is. Like, I don't see people like Halo fans that saw the show and was like, I'm completely turned off of Halo. Like this killed my interest in Halo. It didn't happen. People just moved on. But
2: this was like a celebration. of Yes. Like, you know, Halo was said. like another form of content where this movie was like a celebration for fans of Mario for fans of gaming for fans of nerds everywhere yeah. uh, it was really special Nestor what uh, does it feel like yeah. for you to be
0: able to be at this point man because it's like you know the first movie comes out and yeah you're little but like you know it we like we already talked about it didn't go over well and stuff but you still enjoyed it I know you have like one of the figures at yeah. least if I'm not mistaken um but I mean, you've been a Nintendo fan your whole life, you know, and you've been so into this stuff. I mean, I got—I've said it before, guys—but I'm looking in the background, Luigi's Mansion poster, all these like toys and merchandise and stuff. This guy's room's decked out, and he's wearing a Luigi shirt for crying out loud. You know, he's repping the collars. But how surreal is this for not only this movie to finally come out, but to see it do so well? I mean, is that like does that make you emotional? You know, in Dude, a lot of ways. Yeah. I mean, it feels
1: good. It's like the the very first like feeling. That I had when I walked out of the theater the first time I saw the movie was like a feeling of like you know like Zen. I was I was at inner inner peace. You know I lived long enough to see this. I wanted it so bad. It was I wanted it done a certain way, and it was done that certain way. And now we live in a post Mario movie world. What does this mean, Nintendo? (laughs) <laughs> Nintendo is such an unpredictable company. Like you don't know what they're going to do. Any other company you'd expect okay. to to have put out a product alongside this movie. But they didn't.
2: So, okay, going off of that, let me give you a scenario here. This will be my final question, we can wrap it up because I I need to get going guys, but um so I was going to blame my baby for the rest You're of You're good. The, this has been yeah. a long like, episode. This when, is my awesome child's, when my child's 18, I'm still going to blame I'm like, I got to go. Rivers, <laughs> you know, something. Um, Rivers is uh, in the room like, hey. Let's say the end of this year, they announced the new Mario game, Nestor, and it is the Super Mario Bros. movie, The Game, made by Nintendo, but it is of good Mario game quality. Are you happy or No, I'm happy?
1: happy. That'd be really interesting.
2: What? It'd be kind of neat, wouldn't it? Like, I'm not saying that's the best option, but it'd be kind of neat to be able to play through this movie in a game form made by Nintendo, and it's, like, actually done well. Yeah, dude. Can't imagine how well that would oh, sell. So we, need to, <laughs> we need
1: to move away from the new Super Mario Bros. art style. We, we've we stuck with it since, like, 20, 2005, yeah. I think, right? New Super Mario Bros. came out? Yeah. yeah. It's been yeah, a long time. Yeah.
2: And also, I would... I would prefer if they found a way, and I mean, honestly, Odyssey did, uh, for the most part, Odyssey did this, if I'm being fair, but, like, I would prefer the next Mario to not be a, um, to not have a trope, like, this one's in a galaxy, this one's on a beach, this one, Odyssey pretty much didn't do that, I mean, there's the whole, like, Odyssey ship thing, but, like, for the most part, I want more, like, I want more, like, Odyssey, like, just give me, like, kingdoms and castles and Koopas, and, and, like, I want the, I'd like more basic stuff, but then again, You know, I loved Galaxy, and and I enjoyed Sunshine, and and they could completely blow my mind by doing, like, a Super Mario Bros... or Super Mario Underground, and the whole thing takes place underground, and it's, like, the coolest movie... game ever. You know, I never... I never know. You gotta... Like, on one hand, you should always have faith in Nintendo, because they always deliver. And on the other hand... You should never get your expectations too high because they never do what yeah. you want them to do. You know, it's it's both things working together. It's like like for instance, you would hope that the follow up to the Switch is a is a Switch Two that's like a bigger and better Switch with better graphics, but like watch them release like a freaking another GameCube and you're like, what? What?
0: If the next <laughs> you know, game awesome. is just Super Mario Odyssey Two, are you guys just not at all?
2: I'm not. Nope, I'm not. If it's a Super Mario Sunshine Two, <laughs> I am. Sorry, guys. <laughs>
0: Dang. That's that's your uh that's your black sheep one that you just don't. Well,
2: I, I grew up with Sunshine. I actually defended Sunshine most of my life, but then the 3D All-Stars came out and I played it again and I was just like this is not it. This is not it. It's weird. Like that's one of those games that was better in my memory. Cuz when I play the new one I'm like, well also it doesn't help that it's the only game in the package that runs at 30 frames, I think. No, Mario is pretty 64 sure it's the only one. Okay, well 64 maybe it just fits. I don't know. I was playing Galaxy and I went to Sunshine and it hurt. Me to play that game, and because because the galaxy was 60 frames, and uh, but I don't know, it just it just the, all the typical things I'm used to in Mario, like the the jumping and the power ups. It's all greatly changed by the fact that you have a water pack on you the traversal and everything, and it it's also a really hard game. Like Dark Souls is easier than Sunshine. Today. Yeah, man. I... So. how can you guys makes me realize how much I
0: missed. Like I really missed out on not having a 64 in my childhood. Like I had PS1, Dreamcast. I had a lot of good fun with those, a lot of good memories. But man. When I see you guys talk about these games, I know some of them are on GameCube and later, but, I mean, just that 64 era is just an, kind of insane. Um,
2: Man. Yeah. Nestor, I think the next time we're going to have you on is going to be for a Tears of the Kingdom episode, probably, because that's coming yes, up. Yes,
1: like. sir. been doing my research I'm looking um, a third
2: of the way through Skyward Sword. You know, I'm I'm getting ready. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Nice. I'm two-thirds of the way through Skyward Sword, and I, I put it down. I just I was not having fun.
0: We'll have to I do a Super be... Mario Odyssey episode, too. Oh, once yeah, I beat it. Oh, be awesome. I would I love to have question. you on for that, too. Uh, like,
1: you put, like, you know, hey, everybody show your favorite N64 memory on the Discord. And I popped the fuck off with, yeah. like, five or six of them. So, yeah, you know, there's plenty there's plenty to talk yeah. to or talk about
2: yeah yeah no absolutely. i was re-listening to our nintendo venture episode the other day because i was in such a nintendo mood it was a good episode so
0: oh i'm gonna have to but man
2: Nestor, that. we're we're so glad to have you here again uh we knew we had to have you back for uh the, the movie and it's cool that it ended up being two really long parts where our episodes have been trending downwards towards an hour these have been both trending upwards towards <laughs> two man. four hours for an hour and a half long movie uh, pretty but, much uh, you know
1: th- thanks uh, for we're... having me thanks for uh providing a place for me to post my insane ramblings every time a new trailer came out
0: honestly man oh, dude it has we it's left. actually meant a lot man to see your enthusiasm in there like day in and day out that's like really helped me get back into it i was talking to You're, brian uh, the other day about mario 64 and just asking him all these different questions about these games and he's been offering me insight and it's just like i can't remember the last time i feel like a kid again when it comes to gaming Nintendo yeah has that do effect. yeah yeah and I, I, it's really cool, you know, it's really cool to see, like, that it rubs off, man, it really rubs off. The whole, I mean, for you guys that don't, that aren't in the Discord, come join, but for you guys that aren't, like, that Discord is popping. We have a Club Nintendo channel, also, and people are yeah. going crazy. Everyone's going to see this because Nestor's our dude, and Nestor loves this movie, and everyone's coming out saying, I love it.
2: I love how, because, you know, we've made some subtle changes over the year, last year or two, to, to make our content more approachable when it's not Halo, right? Like we mm-hmm. still talk about Halo, but still make it approachable to talk about other things. And I love where we've arrived right now because like it feels like the Discord kind of goes through like moods and vibes. Like there was a little time there where it kind of felt very like Final Fantasy-esque. And right yeah, now like popping. the Discord, the Discord just feels like Nintendo land. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As time goes on, it's going to come back... I mean, maybe it'll be a Zelda thing when Tears of the Kingdom comes out. Maybe it'll be a, a Bethesda thing when Starfield comes out. Who knows? It's just going to keep... Or maybe we'll all get... It'll probably be Marvel crazy when Guardians 3 comes out. Everyone's, but it's just cool to have that fluidity to the Discord yeah. channel. You know,
0: Everyone's going to be in there like talking about how amazing Tears of the Kingdom is. And I'll be like, guys, I'm almost done with Breath <laughs> of the Wild finally. <laughs> you know, I'm just getting drowned it's like, out. You can make you can board a
2: raft, a log raft, yeah, like, exactly. Breath of the Wild, and we're like... <laughs>
0: I'll have all these questions that these guys... Have known for years yeah. and are already doing in the sequel. But, but yeah, uh, Nestor, it was great to have you on, buddy. As always, all right, man, guys. especially for this.
2: Uh, if you want to follow us on Twitter, we are at Sacred Icon Pod. Uh, Josh is at Jedi Night. Joshy. Where do you? are at Green Plumbers yes, TV4. Yes, is that right? I believe so. <laughs> uh, yeah, Nestor. Um, if you guys want to leave a email or voice clip, send it to Podcast at gmail.com. Come join the Discord. We'd love to have you there. That's where we all kind of like have a friendship. You know, outside of these blips of of, of podcast episodes, we we that's live the, through life. That's daily. the Mario Party of LifeSnickerdome. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, basically, it's like this: like if this is the Super Mario Bros. movie you're watching, well, come to the Discord where you go play all the games after you've watched the movie. That's what it is. So, uh, but uh, yeah, and if you guys want to support us monetarily on Patreon, have your name shouted out. I you'll notice you haven't had your name shouted out on these Mario episodes because when we have these kind of guest episodes specific, we like to to not do that so we'll get you uh next week when it's just josh and i but if you guys want to support us monetarily go to patreon.com sacred icon we appreciate it guys we thank you for uh, listening to another episode of the sacred icon podcast and as always keep it sacred Yahoo! mario
0: luigi and a donkey come to
2: a thousand
1: troops of koopas couldn't keep me from you Princess Peach
2: At the end of the line I'll make you mine Oh Peaches, 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 peaches Oh, yeah Oh Peaches Peaches Love really makes a guy come out of his shell.